1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow.
3: Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This life was all I ever wanted. I'm not leaving. Not yet.
2: I was hoping you'd say that. We gotta hit the streets, make some money.
1: People like us must destroy people like
2: him. Buckle up. Get Showtime free at Showtime.com.
0: man welcome back to a special edition man of... i'm excited for this <laughs> i okay. never hey i never interrupt your introduction but well, you let excited, me do it bro. today you, you got it you got it jack my guy uh a mentor to me somebody i look up to somebody who's been giving me the game and hall of uh, famer hall of Famer been motivating me on this media side somebody i look up to my brother the og big homie Uncle Shay Shay, Shannon Sharp, yeah. man, man, thanks for having me on. Man, thank coming, you for coming on, on man. Ah! Oh, hey, them hands are
4: moisturized like Jack. We just had a little, <laughs> we just had a little uh, pre-shoot Juergens discussion. So he asked for some lotion. He's Like people see everything on the internet, they asked me for some lotion. I handed him some Jergens. He said, "Matt, you got this bullshit." <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, I mean, it fits my complexion. That he needs something <laughs> a little stronger for, a, for people gave his tone. Him. Him. What, what
5: you use? But the I j-
0: did, I did
4: use that Jergens, which
5: yeah. is like water. And then he handed me some Crisco.
2: so I <laughs> <laughs> That's a good I'm mix. Being real good right yeah,
5: now.
0: You gotta you know,
4: find some real that Nubian like <laughs> lotion. Find, some, find somewhere in the middle, but man, thank you for being here, man. man we appreciate for it. Me on. Oh, man, who, who's here? Is, is it is Shannon Sharp, the Fox Sports analyst here, or Uncle Shay Shay here?
5: It all depends. <laughs> Man, look, I'm just hoping at the end of the day, when this airs at some point in time, because I know it's going to air, I still have my job. <laughs> I like them checks, guys. Well, I'm I'm mad. Gonna I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't mad at you. But we let's
4: want get, you to keep getting them. Let's get into it. So, we were talking to before, I mean, you were a Hall of Famer, obviously, superstar before superstars were in the fishbowl. Mm-hmm. So now you're, a lot of people don't know how great of a football player. They know you for what you're doing on Undisputed.
5: Talk about that a little bit. It is because I meet people a lot of times, and people will walk up to me and like, ask me, how do I know so much about football? And I just like, <laughs> you know, I studied the game a lot. I, I, don't, I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't tell right. them that I actually play. I was like, I studied the game a lot. And, you know, I watch football, and, you know, I've been around it for a long time. But it is. I mean, most of the people don't know me because I've been retired 16 years now. Crazy, um, right. And so people don't re- – 16 years is a long time considering that – Everything now got people are watching it on their on their phone. Mm-hmm. they get all their information from different. But for me, I don't really know how I would have handled it because everything you're under a microscope right You look at guys like LeBron and KD or you look at Brady and everything is critiqued. We have all these debate shows where we talk about every move, every dribble, every mm-hmm. possession is critiqued. I don't know how I could have handled it because I, I you know I like my privacy right. Um, I've never been a guy that liked to be out in the public side um i only went to one party in in college um i didn't hang out really i went out maybe once every other month when i was in, in when i was played so i kind of like you know being to myself and i don't want cameras in my face right. all the time mm-hmm. and knowing everything that you say now and what i tell guys now when you leave your home sometimes in on. your home you're you you got to automatically believe that you're being filmed you're no being question. recorded mm-hmm. and so you must be on your behavior at all
4: times. Right. How do you think that would have changed, though? Like you said, it wasn't only in your profession on the field, but it was in your personal life, mm-hmm. too. Day-to-day grocery store trips, whatever. How how do you think that
5: would have affected you, especially seeing you wanted to be so private? Man, it had been tough because I told a lot of people, no, I didn't want to sign up. And that's one of the reasons why I never lived in the city where I played. Because I wanted some privacy. I didn't want to be Shannon Sharp all the time. I didn't want to go to the grocery store and ask anything about what were the Broncos going to be like this season or winning the Super Bowl. I just wanted to go and sometimes could go because I moved to Atlanta. And some people, if you really a really diehard fan, they knew who I was early on. But as we started to win more, started going to Super Bowls, I was on TV, I became a better player. People started to recognize me. But... The way I explain myself to uh, people, guys, I says, I'm a normal guy with an extraordinary job. Mm-hmm. And people that know me, that see me behind, the, off the camera, they see how, like, dude, you're really normal. Mm-hmm. And I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it like that. But to have a camera and everything get time. critiqued right. and analyzed. It's a tough way to live. i am gl- Can you imagine if we had cameras like when we were growing up in high school because— tweets that guys said oh man five ten years ago Guilty. is coming back to bite him in the mm-hmm. butt so now you just you learn from others mistakes right and they say you know why a wise man learns from other mistakes a fool mm-hmm. learns from his own mm-hmm. so you see what has gotten people into trouble and then you try to stay clear of that
4: yeah no i like that what was your, did you see yourself talking about football post-career like when
5: did you start getting into the analyst space Cause we what, know you
0: was always a talker. I was.
5: I was always, and it, 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 look, if we if we didn't play good, I'd say we didn't play good. We were terrible. I was bad. The offensive line was right. bad. Receiver was bad. Defense was bad. But they respected that, though. They did. They did. People don't want to hear. Look, they don't want to hear that. Normal coach. And I understand. You got sometimes you got to be politically re- correct. But it's like at some point in time you got to tell the truth. Today, we just weren't good. Shannon just weren't good. You know, I I couldn't hold on to the ball. I missed these blocks at the point of attack. Just be honest. Mm -hmm. And and people appreciate that. And I think that's what kind of made me a a very good leader because I think for leadership also, you have to know each guy, you know, basketball, you got 12 guys in the locker room. Every guy is different. They Mm -hmm. come from different backgrounds, and so different things will motivate them. Different things will tick guys off. Mm -hmm. Some guys you can confront. Some guys you confront, they're gonna bust you in the mouth. Yeah. Some guys you gotta pat them on the back. Some guys you gotta be funny, joke mm-hmm. with them. And so for me, and that's kind of how it was in the locker room. But I think the media kind of like, you know what, that guy's gonna give us coach's spiel. Let's go ask Shannon. Mm-hmm. Shannon's gonna tell us it's what it weird is like. Right. And, and I would, I, I would, I would be as honest as I possibly could. And you know, a couple of times my coach is like, well, Shannon, you can't be – like well, if they watched the game, they would have saw that we sucked. Mm -hmm. Did that um, ever cause problems in the locker room with your teammates, just your so forthcoming and your honesty? It didn't really cause a problem, but they know I was honest. But I would tell the guy, bro, you tell them, you stealing." Right,
0: so it's do the same thing.
5: So you would tell them to their face what you say. But you had
0: yourself accountable and you led by example, so it's easy to do that. It is,
5: it is. And the guys saw how hard I worked. Mm -hmm. But for me, when I played those 14 years, nothing else mattered. Football was the most important thing other than breathing, football was most important. Mm-hmm. Not family, not kids, not mm-hmm. brother, not mom, not sister, and I make no apologies mm. for who what was I was able to accomplish in my 14 who you years. Who sound like? Mm. Who you sound like? Mm. Kobe. Yeah. Nah. I, and you look, during my Hall of Fame speech, I, I told my kids, you know, because I would get the, the kids would come a couple of, for a couple of weeks during the summer, and I promised I'd take them to the amusement park and all, you know, Six Flags, and I had every intentions. Of doing that. Mm-hmm. But after running for two hours on the track, mm. after lifting for another two hours, I was exhausted. Mm. And, and I know at the time they didn't understand. All they know is that Daddy had just told me another lie. He said mm. he was going to take mm. us. And I didn't. Mm. But as they got older, hopefully they understood this is how you go to college. This is why you got the card that daddy with all that. There are sacrifices you have to make. And I tell people the greater the player, the more selfish that he is. mm -hmm. So if you think, oh man, he ain't, no, 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 oh, he's a team guy. Okay, he might, yeah, he's a team guy. Mm -hmm. But there are things you have to miss. You have to miss some recitals, you have to Mm -hmm. miss some flag football games. You got practice, you got meetings, you got to mm-hmm. work on your craft. And that requires you to be selfish. And a lot of people don't understand that. But I don't make any apologies for what I was able to accomplish because my whole focus, when my brother and I was growing up, we grew up in a thousand square foot cinder block home. Mm-hmm. Cement floors, the floors was just like what we have in this here. Mm-hmm. No paneling. And I could look up at night and I could look through the tin roof and I could see the stars. And my whole purpose was, my brother and I was to get my grandmother out of that environment. That was the only thing that mattered to me. It wasn't about you know, Shannon. If you make a lot of money, you'll be famous. I didn't care anything about fame, and I don't really to this day. I don't care about money. I love what money gives me access to. Right. That's what I love about money, not the money itself, the tangible product that money. I love what it allows me to do and what it was allowed able to allow me to do for my family. Right. So because for my grandmother to go to bed for sixty six years and have it rain and not get wet, that was my whole focus. Mm. That drove me. That drove my brother. And so all the things that we talked about, man, we got to get granny out of here. We got to do this. All the times that I'm in college and you know, uh, she was sending have my sister to wrap it up five bucks in newspaper and send it to me in 1986. I left my grandmother's house in 86. Um, and I had two bags, two grocery bags, piggly wiggly bags, Mm. um, for my luggage. I didn't have a suitcase. I had two bags with all my belongings. And I was going to Savannah state and, and, uh, 1987, I was a sophomore, and I remember, because like, we had community phones, I didn't have a phone in my room, and I remember walking down the hall. It was all quiet. I said, you know what? I'm going to call my grandmother. Nobody's here. So I get on the phone, call collect. Operator comes on the phone. Yes, I say, I'd like to place a collect call to Mary Porter from Shannon Sharp. Operator comes on. Uh, this is a collect call to Mary Porter from Shannon Sharp. Will you accept? My grandmother said no. She said, I can't pay the $50 mm-hmm. phone bill I got right now, and hung the phone up. Mm-hmm. I remember walking down the hall and tears started to well up in my eyes with my roommates in the room, so I can't let them see me cry. And I'm just laying, I get, go lay on the bed and I'm looking up at the scene, and I'm just staring. Now, mind you, my grandmother got on the train. At seven months old, my grandmother got on the train to come get me from Chicago. Two months old. Or three months, excuse me. My dad came and got me back at seven months. Grandma came and got me back at two. So oh, I his little-
4: mom. Was that his mom? or uh, My mom. My, well, my mom's
5: mom. Okay. Yeah. So from from two years on, my grandmother was everything. I slept in the very bed with my grandmother until I was 15. I didn't get out of my grandmother's bed until my brothers left and went to college. So I had slept with my grandmother. So I know it broke her heart to tell me no. Because when my brother went to school, my, my sister's eight years older than me, my sister's dating. It's just me and her. It's just her and I and my um, my nephew at the time, my sister's son. And so we play a game. All my other friends going out, I'm going home to take care of Granny. Mm-hmm. We play a basketball game. My friends going out on Saturday, Friday night, I'm going to take care of Granny. So I know what that did to her to, to tell no me, to no, yeah, right? yeah. I can't accept this call because I got a $50 phone bill I can't pay right All now. Right. So I'm laying and I'm thinking. The only thing that I'm thinking, oh, I'm leaving. I'm Savannah I'm going to the NFL. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it. off must. Gonna, that was the only thing that mattered. And when I got to the league, the only thing that mattered was football. Mm-hmm. Not women. And it was like, look, can you be number two? Can you handle being number two? Everybody says they can handle being number two mm-hmm. until you actually you are number, number two. two right. It sounds good. Man, you know, Shannon Sharp is interested in me. And he's going to be, you know, we going to date. Okay. But just so you know, practice, studying tape working out, the way I eat. Oh, that's before you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Okay. No harm, no foul. I'm not mad at you, mm-hmm. but please don't be mad at me for the right. way I am. Right. right. Up right. front
4: and honest. That's greatness. Talk to us about your grandmother seemed like she was everything, and I saw a quote that kind of summarized that you learned everything good and bad from either your grandmother or your brother. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about that.
5: Man, my grandmother, man, look. My grandmother had nine kids, so she raised her nine and raised my mom's three. Mm. And I can assure you, she loved my mom's three more than she loved her own kids. So I remember when my grandfather uh, uh, died in 1977, my mom wanted to take my brother. My sister, was, oh, my sister was 17, so my sister was able to make her own decision. She wanted to take my brother and I back, and my granny said no. She said I've raised them this far, mm. I got it. Now, for me, I can remember, it's funny how I'm playing this back in my mind. My grandfather died, when I was eight years old. I can tell you everything he's ever said to me verbatim. My grandmother lived, four, I, I was 43 years old when my grandmother passed. I can tell you almost everything verbatim what she's ever mm. told me in my 43 years of existence. I can tell you every time she was happy, every time she was mad, everything. Mm. My grandfather used to tell my brother now, he says, boys, I don't care. He And you know, old, in the South, they call you boy. They ain't never call you by your name. Yep. Say, boy, I don't care what you become. Just never have to look at me and your grandma and say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So for me, I never wanted to have, I wonder where Shannon is. I wonder where Sterling is. That was our mindset. Never do anything to cause my grandmother pain because she was true. going through enough pain Yeah, living the, in the environment that she mm-hmm. lived in, raising us how she raised us. Um, and so for me, man, we spent a, 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 I spent a many a night thinking because when, you like, when, you, when you're in the environment that you're in, you' like is, I never thought, is anybody else living like this? I just <sighs> thought it was natural that Normal. I drank Normal. well water. I thought that was natural. I thought it was natural that that I had to go outside to go to the bathroom until I was twenty. Mm-hmm. I didn't know mm-hmm. that Everybody else had a shower. Mm-hmm. Everybody else had indoor plumbing, I like cuz everybody I knew, that was the same thing. I never spent the night at someone else's house until I was probably until I was grown out on my own. I never had anybody come stay in my house mm-hmm. other than family never spent never spent the night cuz Could, they couldn't afford to take another person in the house no nah, well, the thing was that we didn't have we didn't have a bathroom mm-hmm. and so for me you know I ragged everybody just like I ragged yeah. people. now can you yeah. imagine if yeah. that would have got out that yes. I didn't have mm-hmm. in plumbing? It, I'd have to. I'd have never made it here because I'd have been fighting every day. (laughs) (laughs) You can't tell that story. Somebody got to die. You can never let that Mm. get out.
4: That's the manhood.
5: Yeah. You going to tell us, man, Shadow Sharp ain't got no no bathroom.
0: bathroom. Oh, man. Wow. Uh,
5: (laughs) Take that with you. And so to watch her and how she worked every single day going to work, from seven to three, she worked at the nursing home. My grandmother worked at the very nursing home. Uh, She's the last couple of years, she lived at the very nursing home that she provided a that. lot of the income that we had growing up. And one of the women, uh, uh, the ladies that she was taking care of, she ended up being a roommate. Wow, Man, my, she taught my brother and I, she taught us hard work, she taught us discipline. You know, we had a saying down south that says, you work from can't to can't. When you left to go to work, mm-hmm. you can't see, mm-hmm. cause the sun ain't up. And when you got home, Let's the sun see. was if already was gone done. down, you can't see. Mm-hmm. But working those 12 hours a day, I mean, I got a, 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 a W-2, from 1977, Mm. I was working from the time I was like five or six years old, working 12 hours a day. I remember working, we worked, I made five bucks a day. Made 250 for working half a day on on Saturday. For 12 hours, I'm six, seven years old. I don't know very many six, seven years old right now that their parents would even think about letting them go out there and work in the field and do manual labor. But from cropping tobacco, picking up pecans, Clipping tom- uh, uh, onions, tomatoes. I did it all. Bale hay. Mm. And people look at me and like, so that's where this body came from. Mm. But it hardened me. I tell people all the time, the easiest job I ever had was playing professional football. Yeah. yeah. They go, hold on. First of all, you going to give me a scholarship to go play a sport? <laughs> right. And then you tell me I can make millions of dollars? Try working in the field for $5 a day. And then tell me if you like that. So she taught us hard work. I mean, my grandmother loved to fish. Um, one of the worst weapons I got in my life is that we were going fishing. All my um, cousins were coming over. They were over. And so me, I went to went ditch, found this great spot. So I was digging baits. Base we call them night crawlers jump whatever you want to call them Worm, but it was, worms yeah they call y'all call it worms we got we got a specific mm-hmm. name from we got a uh, jumping jacks that's jumping what they would call we, yeah. jumping yeah. jacks yeah. But, uh, he looked like
4: a jumping jack mustache <laughs> boy uh, a jumping night
5: jack. so I'm one of the worst weapons I got in my life so I um, a milk jug I had cut the top of it off and um, hey man I, it was loaded my grandmother got home from work and my grandfather loaded us up in the truck all me my brother my cousins and we go fishing we go fishing and she said, Shannon. Let me get them baits. Left them. Not my bait. Hold on. I'm the only one that really, uh, they were bull jabbing. Gra- I said, no. I told my grandma, no. Told? I couldn't have been no more than about seven. Okay.
4: Early on. <laughs> Not your
5: <laughs> bait. <baby. laughs> Not your bait. Look, my, gra- my grandfather really, my grandfather was disciplined, but if you really wanted to tear your butt up, let my grandma say, Barney, them boys. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Man stacks. I said, no. (coughs) And my grandma said, Barney, that boy said he ain't going to give
0: me them baits. Lord have mercy. Was it what, what, what was it? The belt, extension card? Man, my, you know, Where? back then, they, they hit
5: you with whatever Anything. they got in your hand. We'll the switch Man, on the my, hand. My, my grandfather was heavy hand. My grandfather oh. wasn't that tall. Yeah, heavy. But hand. he was like, my grandfather was probably like five, maybe five, eight, five, nine, but he borrowed like 255, 260. Solid, yeah. wide back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <He> <laughs> <watched it. laughs> Man,
5: that, I needed a cell phone back then, so I could have called them folks on Papa. It was it was different. <laughs> Man, it, it was different. different. It was very different. It was different. But after that, after that point, that was time, love. That was, that, was that, that you know. Tough love. They didn't, you know, people like, maybe you could look at it like that, but I didn't, I don't ever think I got a whipping that I didn't deserve. Right, right. They just I earned, I earned some of the stuff I you got. Know, man. Now, right. a lot of stuff I blamed on my brother, you know, and he would get whipping because he was the oldest. Yeah. So he's supposed to know better. He's supposed to keep me from doing it. And I like, okay, you know, if I break this glass, no, you, you know who they're going to blame. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the age difference between y'all two? Three years. Okay. He's three years older than I am. Okay. And then my brother, we got a very unique relationship because it's really not like brother-brother. He's more like my father. Mm. And so I've he, I really never looked at him like my brother. Still He's to ne- this day? To this day. Interesting. Still to, still to this day is that we don't have like a typical brother-brother relationship. It's more like father-son. Mm. And so anything, any decision that I've ever That's needed deep. to make, That's dope. I've always talked to him. Um, he was in school. He would come back and see... Because the decision at first, um, I was Prop Forty Eight. The first year Prop Forty Eight hit nineteen eighty six, um, and so I was going to go to the military. I was going down the next day to go take the test for the airports. Airports. I was going to the military. Really. My brother left school at University of South Carolina, and he came home. He said, uh, "Does Savannah State still have that scholarship?" I said, "Yeah." Coach Davis told me. Um, he said, "If I ever, you know, if I ever want to come to Savannah State, he says go. He says, uh, go to Savannah State for one year, and if you don't like it." Um, you could always say, hey, I went, and college wasn't from me. He says, now, nah, I'm not asking you to go. I'm telling you to go. Mm-hmm. So that was really the first time that my brother had that, at this juncture, I'm, I'm 17 years of age, uh, uh, he's 20. That was really the first time that he had raised his voice at me since we got, like, you know. Grown somewhat. Uh, yeah. And uh, so I could tell, but it was it was hurting him because he knew how much talent I had. And he's like, he about to go squander this talent go into the military. Uh, and somebody's gonna miss out on a great opportunity, and it was the great. And so every decision that I've made since then is that I've always run it by him. Mm-hmm. To this, to this day, you know I'm serious about you. Uh, it's not if you meet my mom, you meet your brother. You need to meet my brother. That's mm-hmm. what's up. You need to meet my sister. Mm-hmm. Now my sister and I are might be closer than my brother and I. I talk to my sister every day. I've talked to my sister every day on the phone since 1990. Every day. If I don't call her, if I don't call, if I don't call by three o'clock, she'll call me. Okay, is everything okay? I just hadn't heard from you all day. I was just, you know, right. making sure everything's okay. Little sister, big sister. I'm the youngest. Okay. She's the oldest. She'll be she uh she's eight years older than me. Okay. Five years older than my brother. My brother's three years older than me. That's okay. how siblings supposed to be, man. So we're close. We're we're, we're very very close. Um, it wasn't always like that because you know I, I was annoying my sister's age. She, you know she mm-hmm. wanted to date. And I want to know everything and see what's going on, cause I would tell. That was that was my that was my leverage. That You're was my bargaining chip. Cause see, my grandfather knew I would tell, mm-hmm. so he always <laughs> wanted to push me to go along with him, cause just, I was gonna tell. Case. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would tell if they did something they weren't supposed to be doing. So my aunts learned early on we could bribe Shannon. Keep you in We'd the We take him to Dairy Queen, get him a milkshake. <laughs> yeah, a milk yeah. Ah. yeah. My sister didn't learn that, so when she wouldn't give me what I want, I would tell I'd tell my grandmother. Libby came and checked us out of school today. We was in Statesboro, so she got fucked the whole day <laughs> up. <laughs> so I, I would tell, I would, I would listen to the door. I hear my aunts because at the time it was like ten of us in a thousand square foot, Damn. so it had you know, four my four aunts, my sister, my brother, now my grand, my, my brother, and myself, my grandparents. So I would be to the door. They be listen, be talking about boys. Hmm. Oh, somebody gonna try to sneak out. Okay. Yeah. So I'd go, I go. Got the intel. Now, by- <laughs> you, put, you put your head down first. Let me tell you, uh, if <laughs> y'all don't like us, now you talk about real matter of fact. My grandfather ain't bull jive. Yeah. He wasn't all about that. Um, I was about five, and uh, we were on the front porch. My grandfather, because the front porch was like right here, and my grandfather's bed, and the bedroom was right there. And um, his brother thumped me. Now, my grandfather, there are certain things. you don't I, know about that, boy. Yeah. There are certain mm. things my grandfather didn't like. My grandfather didn't like for you to thump somebody on the head. It said you make them thick-headed and they wouldn't learn. So he kept, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's my grandfather. They believe that. You know, old people believe that. They so, had all kinds of stuff in the south, So he thumped me again. And I said, oh, stop. I said, stop, Uncle, uh, Uncle Oliver. He thumped me again. I heard my grandfather get up out to bed. Mm-mm. My grandfather came out there and looked him dead in his eye. He said, if you thump that boy one more time, I'll blow your brains out. Mm. My grandf- my uncle got in the car and never came back. When my grandfather died, he wouldn't even go into church. Wow. My grandfather, as a matter of fact, he didn't play. He he, he didn't all that joking and kiki key, key, Yeah, it wasn't him. He wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where, like, you know where you stand with me. Mm-hmm. no, you I know, I wonder, I wonder if yeah, Shannon totally liked me. I wonder right. if Shannon cool. You know. Mm-hmm. You you know. For the most part, if you don't know, I, I, I'll I tell you, I don't fool with you. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first met Stax, we and him talking, not so much on camera, off camera. I said, I, I can rock with him. Mm-hmm. I said, because he real like me. I ain't all about that kiki kid, all about that, sh- for the camera to be in mm-hmm. your, f- bro, if I don't mess with you, I don't mess with you. Yeah, I won't put on a great show for the camera, but once the camera click, <laughs> on his phone yeah. I'm on my phone All right. if I rock with you I'm going to carry on a conversation yeah. I'm going to be engaging yeah. but if I don't I don't so that's, that's kind of how we grew that's kind of how we grew up is that just be honest with someone um, and then my grandmother like I said raised, to do what she did to take, raise her nine and then take my mom's three mm-hmm. and to get us out and because the greatest compliment that my grandmother it wasn't that she had two boys two grand boys, that played in the NFL. The greatest compliment my grandmother got received is that Mary, you did an unbelievable job with those boys. Mm-hmm. That was her greatest. That was her crowning achievement. Not getting to the NFL, mm-hmm. but the way how Praise mannerable man. we were. Praise yes, sir. Man. No, sir. Yes, yeah. ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> right. Sure, Mary. I saw them boys, and it's still yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Here we. You know. And my. It, it's funny is that when when people when old people get things in their head, they can't let it go. My brother and I, we're in the NFL, and we're at the height. We're making millions. We would give my grandmother money, and she would still have my sister go buy stuff on credit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Granny, why? But that's how she was conditioned. Mm-hmm. She never had enough money to go put, pay for everything in full. Up front, yeah. So she got used to even that. Mm-hmm. Granted, you got $1,000, and you put $50 on credit. Why? But that's what she knew. That's all she knew. Mm-hmm. And so for me, to go home... And I'd be laying, you know, I was like, I, was like, I would always tell her, because after I got old enough, I would get a hotel room. She's like, because I stayed in my grandma, even, I was in the NFL. I had kids, I had a Ferrari, I had a Mercedes, I had everything. Part, I was remember laying there, I was, I was laying to bed one night, I was just laying there, I was like, man, I got kids, I got a Ferrari, I got a Mercedes, and I am staying in a room in my grandma's house. hmm That don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me get my ass up out of here yeah. and go get me a house. So I called my agent and said, man, look here, I'm moving to Atlanta. I said, uh, you need to have a, a real estate agent to meet me up there uh, 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 so I can find me a place. But just to go home, I mean, I, would, I remember I would come home and she'd be laying in the room. I wouldn't tell, I'd tell Libby, don't tell Granny I'm coming home. Because if something came up, she would get really worried if I wasn't able to make it. I said, don't tell Granny I'm coming. And I come in, oh, man, she would get, it was just such a great, it was, it was it was it was a wonderful relationship cuz i would just go back and I lay in a room and lay in the bed with her and like get your big old self out of my bed you going to break my bed down mm-hmm. and I pretend like I yeah i'm going to break it down Tell me, you going to buy me a new one but we just had a, a, a unbelievable relationship and i tell people this when she died a part of me died too mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I'm I'm I was I'm never I was never the same after
0: that. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because I, I was grandma's baby too, and I didn't know we had so much in common. So my grandmother had nine kids, and she took my mama, three, me, and my two sisters, and raised us the same way. And my only goal, and the only two people, the only two houses I've ever built was one for my grandmother and one for my mama. So I know the feeling. Nothing I know like the feeling.
5: It. There, there's nothing like, and people like, do you feel? You know, a lot I've, I've gotten asked, do you feel your mom, you know, neglected you? she said, the, the best thing she ever did. Let's go. mm-hmm. you got to make a decision. You living on the south side of Chicago with two boys. Do you think they have a better chance being with your grandparents in rural South Georgia or with you having to work every day and they're going to have to be home alone? What do you think? Mm-hmm. you got to make a decision. Some, sometimes the best decision does not involve you. And it takes a real it takes a real person to Absolutely. understand that. <clears throat> my the that was the best the best decision that my mom possibly could have made was to send us to rural South Georgia. She knew we was gonna get, you know, we're gonna be eating no steak or anything like that. Yeah. We're gonna be eating a lot of, you know, a lot of possum and a lot of raccoon, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Coon uh, soup. Oh yeah. <laughs> now nah, you have to bake that thing, have to get, you know, some uh, you <laughs> you know, gotta get you some aluminum thing. foil, get you a a baker, you know, and cut him up, get you some bell pepper, some onions. You know, you make that thing nice and right. <laughs> Put him in the oven about by, by, by an hour and a half, two hours, like yeah. 350. Tender? Yeah. What? Tastes, tastes like what? Chicken? My sister make it fall off the bone right now. Tastes like she what? Probably, <laughs> she got one in the oven. She got one in the freezer right, right now. <laughs> now. What's it taste like? It's gamey. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a... It a got ready. a wild taste. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's gamey. Yeah, it got a wild but, but you grow up and you don't, you know, you eat that. You eat uh, uh, turtle and you mm-hmm. eat turtle eggs. I mean, yeah.
0: Frog leg. Yeah,
5: roll kill. Mm-hmm. Man, if we hit a raccoon or a squirrel or a rabbit or something, oh, he's going home. <laughs> oh, you think he's gonna die in the ditch? Nah, bro, you going home. You going to the pot. Go clean him up. Yes. <laughs> Man, Jay. <laughs> hey, my grandma e hey boy, y'all need to go out there and get a mess of squirrels. You know, that's where they talk. It wasn't a mess. Oh, we caught a mess of fish today. Oh boy, you know y'all need to go out there. My brother go get that uh, get that gun and You know, if you're from the South, you handle guns. It was never a
0: thing. It was nothing.
5: You know, it it never dawned on me that you weren't supposed to leave a loaded gun around until Mm -hmm. I got grown and uh, you know, that was a no-no. Every gun in my grandfather's house was loaded. Mm -hmm. It never... Man, do you imagine if you'd have grabbed that gun? I wish you would. What? (laughs) (laughs) I wish you would. It never dawned on me that guns weren't supposed to be loaded around kids. All the guns were loaded. Mm -hmm. And we knew where every last one of them was. But it never dawned on us to go touch it.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: It never dawned on Unless us. Unless you it. want so to die. When my grandfather passed away, my brother would go hunting and shoot raccoons, shoot squirrels. Man, that was some of the best eating. My grandma fired them things up, some mother fry them. Man, that was some good old. Man, that was some good Girl old, old eating back then. Girl hey, speaking day. of
0: speaking of your brother though, I know I know how much he means to you. Like, what did what did you feel in the pressure? Like your brother was one of the best to ever do it. Uh, did you feel any pressure in his shoes? I welcomed it. You every,
5: every, everybody, everybody can't handle that now. Right. Now I have a son. He wanted no parts of that. Yeah, he didn't want the comparison because he tried to play football and your dad would have caught that. Yeah, or you're not as <laughs> you know he, he don't. He don't want that. Everything. I wanted it. Yeah. Right. See, I I didn't live in my brother's shadow. I embraced it because I thought, like you said, he was like a father figure. Yes, yeah, it never dawned on me because he was three years older than. Me. But I could not run him, mm-hmm. or I couldn't. I couldn't beat him in basketball one on one. He was the target. Yeah, yeah, that was it. But I also knew, okay, I'm playing against somebody much older than me. The kids my age and uh, a couple of years older, they stood no chance. They stood no chance of beating me at anything. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I like I tell people, I didn't live in my brother's shadow. I embraced it. Mm-hmm. And so everything, he was the target because, okay, you did that. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do more. You did this. I'm gonna do better. And that was the whole thing. Even when I got to the NFL, now he was a much better player. Football, and I tell, and people don't believe this, football was my worst sport in high school. I was a much better in basketball and track than football. But I only played football because my brother played. So, and I wanted to be like him. Stack, I had that stack, I would like that stack. Oh, here we go. I would like I, that stack. I, I told you it was I coming. like that. Stack. See, I
4: was the other way. I was better at football than basketball. And See? I chose basketball for long time. Janice
0: said he was nice and who.
4: Woo! Nice! Duncan, what was your game? Compare your game to compare your high school game to someone in the NBA right now. Um no, don't don't
5: do that. Don't <laughs> do that. You <laughs> Go-J. Uh, I was go j before he was go James. Uh, Man, y'all were right have right me. Yeah. Man, look, I was a, uh, you know, look, I am from a class A school, a small school. Um, uh, and so it, like, you didn't have positions back then. Just yeah. hooped. You what you whatever, yeah. I could jump the highest, so I jump center.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was,
5: you know, six foot tall, six one. Hmm. But hey, country, country strong. Yeah. I was, all, I was always, always, mm-hmm. yeah. still. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, I'm fucking still. I mean? always, I've, all, I've, always, I've always had, had this body. Now yeah. I, I filled it out, but I've always was lean and was chiseled. And man, so yeah, I get, I get the, get the board. Hey, Is thirty-one nineteen was nothing. 27-27 game stack was Whoa. nothing.
4: We need to see the archive footage of that. was nothing.
5: Hey, tell, tell I can't me, put it like this here.
0: Tell me about your dunk contest dunk that you told me you Before did. I tell you this, you know who beat me out?
5: Was it my senior year?
0: Michael <laughs> Jordan? Nah. No. No, 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 no. No. I think it was my
5: senior year. Might have been my junior year. For beat me out for player of the, area player of the year, you never guess who beat me out. Who beat you out? Purvis Ellison. Wow. Yeah, he looked <laughs> up and got <laughs> me. <laughs> he got He lucked <laughs> up and got <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> he looked up and yeah. got you? was Purvin. Nice. Yeah. was yeah, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. But we on
5: the team together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who's the score? No,
5: he was. I wasn't on his team. Oh. We. On, he went to. He went to a bigger oh, high school. The, but yeah. the mere fact that I went to a class A and he went to quality, which was the biggest classification at the time, and we on the same team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stack. Okay. I keep telling stack. Okay. Okay. I'd, hey, okay. I'd have been more like oak. With a better all around game to Oak. See, Oak, Oak, Oak just bruised people up. He wasn't getting yeah. See, I'm going to let that thing fly. <laughs> <laughs> I averaged 30 my senior year before the three point. Ooh. There was no three pointer back then. I got 30. Yeah. Just don't get a bucket. all yeah.
0: oh, okay. dropped
5: 52 in three quarters, like a nothing. He think he Clay Thompson. Before, that was before the three. They, they didn't have no three when I played those stacks. That's what I'm hey. saying. I got 30 the hard way. You had Can you imagine?
4: And to go earn it.
5: Yeah. Okay. But then, you know, I was like, you know, I wanted to I wanted to be big, big. You know, yeah, so you I can't started be like that basketball. Mm, mm, mm,
0: mm,
5: and mm. my brother used to tell me all the time when I got to college, I started lifting. Started getting three good meals. You know, they feed you good at college. Mm, so I started lifting. Running track. And I know once I got to college, all I did, football. Just all, football. I, all I did was football and do my schoolwork. Cause see, when I got to Savannah State, I was Prop 48. So I was in all remedial classes. Mm-hmm. all remedial classes. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of other guys that at Savannah State that liked, especially the football players, but they didn't want to go to class because they were embarrassed. Shit me. Put, put that, me that's in what that. I said, I said, that ain't embarrassed because guess what? Some of the finest girls in school was running right yeah. in the remedial <laughs> classes. <laughs> 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 but, I yep. t- but I had, I had uh, Dr. Joy uh, uh, Mclemore. She was my reading teacher. I was reading in class one day. Next day I read. She gave us an assignment. I turned it in first turned it in she came to me and she always called me to this day she called me mr sharp she said mr sharp i don't want to see you here next quarter she said you got no business in this class mm-hmm. she said you way too smart to be in this class mm-hmm. man i got to fight them thing. i got up all the remedial classes because i was in all of them got all out of all of them in two quarters and started and graduated in four and a half years. That's dope. Congratulations on I that. I say, man, look that's, here, I'm getting up out of right. there. I yeah, was sitting in front of the class yeah. to answer all the questions. I was doing my girlfriend homework while y'all bumping them. <laughs> <laughs> my girl didn't know, yeah. I did her work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. 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 That's what's up. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ
1: Toledana, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year, Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: at t connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to Voices That Glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast.
5: Is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board.
1: This is uncanny USA.
2: He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed.
1: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
4: Real quick, though, before we leave uh, the situation with your brother, what was your thoughts seeing him, his trajectory? To me, I'm a football head, so he was on the way to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. There's no question. So to sustain a career-ending career ending Neck injury. What was the thoughts on that scene? That's your big bro, your hero, your dad, in, in, in some sorts. Man, that broke me,
5: man. <clears throat> I I remember getting the call, and I was talking to him. He said, yeah, because I saw it the week before they played the Falcons, and he had, you know, he had a little, he had a little injury, and he seemed like he was like struggling to get up. But he ends up getting up and walks off the field. He didn't come back in the game, <clears throat> but I figured everything was going to be okay. He had a stinger, and then the next week. He played. He played in Tampa. He had seven for like a buck thirty, buck forty. He two touchdowns. Killer. Yeah. And so I remember saying, you know, and it barely. He barely. I mean, the guy grazed him with his forearm across the front of his helmet, and he said he couldn't get over. He said he was trying to get up, but he couldn't. He mm-hmm. said he tried to roll himself over, and he couldn't. And I'm like, that little hit. He said, but well, they sent me to the doctor for some tests. Man, he called me. That was I was talking to him that Sunday night. He called me that Tuesday night. He said, man, I'm never playing again. I said, what? He said, no. Nah. He said, the doctor told me, he said, I got very lucky. He said, uh, another hit, I could probably be paralyzed. Damn. Man, I cried, man, you thought somebody died. Because everything that. He was I wanted to be. What did he get? Seven, eight years in. Seven. He got seven years. Seven in years. Seven years. Uh, two one hundred catch seasons when that was unheard yeah, of. That was he was three time first team all pro led the league in receiving had the triple crown. Oh, he was a monster. And he loved Sterling. man, that, man, that hurt me. Man, that hurt me so bad. That still because I always think, what if? Right. Would
4: have been one of the greatest.
5: There's no what, question what if, about it. Because he he uh, he he and Jerry were were right there. Neck and they, neck. they were they were neck and neck, mm-hmm. and it just it was tough. It was tough. I still think about what and and I still to this day I would I would gra- gladly give it up my career. Mm-hmm. Say nah nah hey God hey, give him a healthy neck. Let me take this. Mm. That man it just cuz every cuz every everything that I was able to accomplish there's no way without I'm accomplishing him. this without him absolutely everything the way the, the the way he pushed me he could I could hear his voice we play in a, in a basketball game the gym crowded I could hear his voice do it like this hey doc stop. stop playing with him take it I could just hear his voice we track we go to the state track meet and I could just hear him says okay well, this is what we need to do he says, get your warm up, get good and warm. Because I didn't jump a whole lot. I jumped one time. Me was old for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I One time. <laughs> See, I go and put it out there like 48 feet, and okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I got to save my leg. I got to run later. So I ain't got to put all them jumps on my legs. Mm-hmm. So it was just, Matt, that hurt, man. I still, because like I said, knowing how hard he worked. See, the difference was I wasn't always the hard worker. that I became that. Mm-hmm. I was just naturally, God gave me more God-given ability than mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. So you show me something, okay, anything. Okay, I'm good. I, I got it.
0: You gonna figure it
5: out. But he was working hard. He did he worked hard in school. He did did well in school. Man, I'm like later for school. Mm-hmm. I'm here to play sports in school. I, I thought, you know, I thought football, basketball, and track, okay, then school. He was the opposite. Mm-hmm. He did good on his SATs. He got A's and B's. Mm-hmm. You know, I am like, hey. They pass people with Cs and Ds too, so yep, hey, right. that means I ain't got to take no homework. I took I took one book home in four years of high school, and that was because the teacher told me she was go, he was gonna check my locker, and if the book was in there, he was gonna fail me for the class. I didn't
1: do, I didn't read
5: it. I just took it home. was an evidence. Yeah, but man, man, but for when he, when that happened, like I said, when it, it was like that's still probably one of the That's still one of the. Two or three saddest days of my career when he told me, "Say it's over for me, bro." Tough. So, it's, like it's, he told me, it's on, it's on you now, and so we get to the Super Bowl in '97, and we're doing an interview with NBC, and we're sitting down talking. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give him the Super Bowl ring," and he looks at me, he's like, "I he had no idea." He had no, no, right. he had no idea that right. I was gonna do that when we win the game, and he's, th- I'm sure he's thinking. That's the most prized possession. That's what you play for. That's why you lift all those weights and all the dedication and all the recitals and all the things that you miss. You miss for that moment. That moment. Because that's the the, the culmination, that's the crescendo of your particular sport. Mm -hmm. Super Bowl and uh, and, and football, and you sport, you know, it's the NBA finals. Mm -hmm. You win that ring. But for me, that's not possible without him. And so, the only way I can say, bro, thank you for everything that you've done. Right. Thank you for being in my corner. Tremendous. Thank you for doing everything, for being the man, because when Papa died, there was no dominant male figure in the house, and you took that role, mm-hmm. and you made sure your baby brother had everything. Thank you. That was, like, mm-hmm. for me, the journey was what I, what I because I got to live that. I got the bus ride, I got the plane rides and going to the stadium and being in the arena. That's what it was for me. That's what it's always been. That's why I don't wear, that's why I don't wear the ring. For me, the the the, the, the ring, it symbolizes something different for everybody. But for me, I wanted him to have that ring because it would mean more to him than it ever would for me. So to give him that ring and see the joy on his face that he got that. Because I believe there's no question in my mind he would have gotten it had he continued to play, but man, I wouldn't. But all that, I I I think it took all that for the way how we were brought up and my brother going through that to get me here to get to me to where I got the to to you. where I am today. Yeah, you, you, you would have got
0: two more chips after that. Mm-hmm. I did, you know I, know I did,
5: and and, and all the, you know, people. Which was the more special? Look, they're all special for different reasons. Everybody, you gotta. I don't care if you got ten kids, you got a favorite. Yeah. You got a favorite? Mm-hmm. I, you, they ain't supposed to know that, but they, they know. <laughs> they ain't supposed <laughs> they, to know yeah, that. They don't <laughs> know. Okay, which one? I, I ain't saying, but I got a favorite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my was like, yeah. Sometimes I just I just find myself thinking, man, what could have been? Yeah. How how good how could, good could you have been? Thousand catches was a foregone conclusion because he had five sixty five in seven years. He was twenty nine. Mm-hmm. was forced to retire twenty nine. Caught 18 touchdowns this last year, mm-hmm. over 1,000 yards, 94 catches, and never played another down. Mm-hmm. But both of y'all still ended up Hall of Famer. Well, we're, we're trying to get him in because. You know, man, he's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Ain't no trying. He's a Hall of Famer. Man, man. It's, but it's great. And then, you know, he watched. He's like, okay, bro, I watched the show today, man. You you put in that work. He said, I can tell you did your homework. That's yeah. That, that, that. The proud, that's the pop stamping. That, that's him, man. Right. I mean, like I right. said, that's the type of relationship. Like I said, it, we've never had a brother. Now, we fought when I was, like, we, we, early on. We fought. I, I ain't look at him like that. <laughs> <Faulted>. we, <laughs> right, yeah, of I'll fight the brakes off. Who didn't fight their brother? You you got to. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. You you make me mad. I'm I'm picking up whatever I can find. Mama
0: ain't home, so it's me and you. I'm telling. And And sister ain't getting
5: in the middle of it. If you you do beat me too bad, I'm telling. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling. It always come back to that up. Oh, yeah. I I would tell. tell I I would tell. I would tell. (laughs) uh, uh, I remember we were uh, were playing, playing with matches, and I ended up setting a field on fire. Oh, shit. So he told me to go home and tell Papa somebody set the field on fire. I run home. Now, mind you, it's dry. Oof, it's eat. gone. The fire's gone. Yeah. But I'm running fast. I run through. The, I'm coming through. Coming, th- Papa. Somebody, somebody set the field on fire. He said, "Ain't t- ain't nobody been down there but you two fellas."
4: <laughs> somebody. Yeah. One like, of <laughs> you. Yeah, what he's he's like, ain't nobody been down there but
5: you two fellas. Spanky did it. Oh.
0: <laughs> they threw it under the I,
5: was, I told him, "He's like, man. I was like, what you wanted me to? Do? You wanted me to tell him?" I, I did, did it, even though I did do it. <laughs> I
0: <thought> I, <laughs> right, you want
4: me
5: to say that, though? <laughs> I couldn't could do that. So, but, that, but that, was, that, that was, I mean, man, our relationship, man, it's just like, and I think the thing is that when he left, I was, I was going to be a sophomore in high school. That was the first time that he was going to be away and he wasn't going to be around. Mm. So who's going to watch over my little brother? Mm. Who's going who's gonna to watch him now? Because I'm not around. But but at that time, you know, hey, I figured it out. Uh, yeah, I, I, I I've earned my stripes. I, you, for me and people like man, you. Should, I said, look, bro. I said, I've never ever started a fight. I don't go for bad. I don't bother anybody. I don't bother nobody. I said, I don't even know if I'm tough. I said, but don't make me find out how mm-hmm. tough I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah.
5: I said that that's all that's all I'm saying. I said I, I don't bother nobody. I don't get in that you know we talk barbershop but all that but. Everybody gonna keep their hands to themselves, mm-hmm. and we gonna disagree. We gonna agree to disagree, but there ain't gonna be no pushing, ain't gonna be no shoving, ain't gonna be mm-hmm. none of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, but y'all different. I watch y'all how some of them guys like Stacks and I was talking about this today, Matt, when a uh, 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 Trey Young put the ball through Trevor Reese's leg. Yeah, and Trey and Trip, we Sheldon. would
4: have would do the same thing.
5: But I'm saying, what, what if what, what if, if he did? What if you put if the ball tra- through like, the leg and he put you put you in his chest
0: like that? It was a fight. Yes, uh, the, off top,
5: right, off top, top. Was, off I, top. Better people like what you, you. Oh no, I, said, I don't fight. care. I say old, oh, new. I don't care. Nah, fight. Yeah. The one thing, let me tell you what I value. I value this over trust, loyalty is respect. Mm-hmm. Can't buy that. Because if I respect you, I can trust you, mm-hmm. and you'll be loyal to me. Mm-hmm. But see, if you don't respect me, you are gonna feel you can do anything, anything you want to do. Anytime, yep, yep. any place, no yep. way. No Can't sir. i yes, that, That's never. That's I got never kids. Gonna I got right, kids. Right. I gotta yeah. talk to my kids. I was supposed that, to talk to that, my kids like that. A, that's out there for perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Now he gonna have a kid and they gonna say, "Daddy, mm-hmm. you didn't do that." Man, for up like that.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: And I and I was trying to explain. I was like, "Look." Trey, what six foot tall now? He has been small basically his whole, whole life. life, so he's tried to he's had to find a way to navigate and get the ball to the basket. So he did that. You gonna shiver? Him. I'm like, look, if you play a sport, you gonna get embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care if you are the best offensive lineman. Somebody gonna run a move on you and get the quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you been a wide receiver, trust me, I done got cracked up under the chin and was sprawled out. Mm-hmm. If you play hoops, you done got dunked on. Crossed you done got crossed over. over. Yeah. You done had something happen. Trip yeah.
4: over the three point line and fall in the stance.
5: Yeah, <laughs> 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 but, 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 but I got. I'm like, ain't nobody. I say, trick. See from that. that I get, both, get, I get both. I get both sides, like, run out there
4: I get, but I get both sides. I'm not mad at Trey for trying it. I'm not mad at Trey for doing that because just all. some people. I'm not. I'm not fucking having that. You right. know what I mean? And I'm not mad at him. Like you said, being little, being crafty. I love the fact yeah. that he pushed the limits and could do stuff like that. So it's it's whatever. But like I said, it's, it's different if it if it happens <laughs> to some people.
5: So that's a fight off top. Ah, uh, ain't, ain't no ain't no question. Ain't no question. Cause as soon block. as he did that,
0: the ball right outside of <laughs> yeah. Right, outside right, right yeah. at him. Somebody else better come on in.
4: <laughs> so seventh round pick out of Savannah. Yep. To a Hall of Fame three-time Super Bowl champ, talk to me about Elway, McCaffrey, Terrell Davis. Talk to me about those
5: Super Bowl-winning Bronco teams. Rod Smith. I remember going yeah. to, when I got drafted going to the Broncos, I remember I was like, man, I was thinking to myself, I said, man, John Elway, my quarterback. First thing my sister said, Shannon, don't go out there bull driving with no John Elway. You don't know that man like that what I do? Go bull (laughs) Bulljot? That's just you. Right, that's it. (laughs) And for some reason, guys, he took a liking to me. That's big. Maybe maybe because, you know, I joked and I kept the locker room. I mean, I'm a seventh-round draft pick. They gave me the number one. So basically, I'm just a camp body. Yeah. That's what what I'm supposed to be. And I just remember my brother saying, look, just know what you're supposed to do when you get your opportunity. He said, now, John Elway going to be looking for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, because he knows big bro, yeah. yeah. he was like, John, we're going to be looking for it. Just be ready. So I'm trying to cram, and so they they got me learning. I'm supposed to learn Z. I'm supposed to learn the slot. I got to learn all these positions, and I'm struggling. And I remember asking a guy, I said, man, what I got on this play right here? He said, run this. I run it. Wrong route. It's the wrong route. Mm-hmm. Dirty. Now, camp. that's the setup. Survival of the fittest training Yes, camp. yes. He and I... Fighting for the same job, I knew it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. So if I could, he could get me out of the way, right. but I swore to myself, I said I would never ever do that to somebody. Mm-hmm. I say if I'm secure in who I am and what I am, mm-hmm. I don't need you ain't got to, to be little you for me to shine. Uh-uh. And so I've always went out of my way. But when I got to Denver, I was seventh round draft pick. I was a tight end, and it just so happens every tight end on the roster got hurt. Now I'm the biggest receiver, so I go in. I'm like two twenty one. So by the time they move me to the tight end halfway through the season, I'm 205. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing tight end at 205. Mm-hmm. Man, they ragdolling me. They throwing mm-hmm. me all around in practice. And so I'm thinking to myself, hmm, I remember all this, how they throwing me around. So guess what happens after the run blocking drill? Pass catching drills.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh,
5: now let's see who wants to go. Because everybody, didn't, nobody wanted to go against Clarence, K, or Orson Mobley because they were great run blockers. So now I'm looking. I see all you guys that was counting didn't want to go against CK and Orson. Y'all need to see me at the line. woo mm-hmm. Kill it. Wade Phillips, who's the defensive coordinator, so they started practicing me. So what I would be, I would be the tight end from the opposing team. Mm-hmm. So scout team. scout team, I'm scout team. Mm-hmm. So I'm that tight end. I'm cooking. Fine. I'm whoo. That's game I day for the, you. I throw the ball up, yep, yeah, that's, that's it. game day for you. I throw the ball up in the woods. I'm putting the football all of, Wade, <laughs> <to> the fool. <laughs> I mean, I'm spiking the ball. I'm doing everything. Wade Phillips blows the whistle. He says, Dan, put his ass in the game and let's see if they can cover him. Mm. Because we can't. Damn. Mm, they put him me in the game. And as they say, the rest is so history. So, how far along was that? Where, where in your career? This was, first, this was rookie my rookie year. This was my this was my rookie year. Mm-hmm, okay, this was my rookie Who year. Said that Wade Phillips. Wade mm-hmm. Phillips, he's the
0: decoy. Wait till Wade Phillips come on on the first team, all common sense, because <laughs> yeah. I see you got the common sense. Yeah. And,
5: and that's and, and that and that's what he and that's what happened. That's kind of how my career started off. And then I just started building this this relationship with John. Every tough, you know, every tough catch that needed to be made, Security. I would make it. And yeah, practice. Like it. Because you he he you can't get that trust in the game yeah, no. if he doesn't trust you in practice. So, and then I started sitting next to him during the meeting. I said, okay, well, okay, how you want me to how you want me to run this route? I said, it's saying go, you know, twelve to fourteen. He says, and he would tell me, he's like, okay, let's try twelve, knowing that come game time, mm-hmm. you're gonna be at ten. So don't shorten it in practice, cause if you shorten it that much in practice, much. you're gonna, gonna be, I'm not gonna be ready to throw. Mm-hmm. And so that was the hardest thing, is that learning how to control the speed at tight end because they move me from wide receiver. So I'm faster than all the tight ends. And so I was wondering, I'm winning in practice, but he's not throwing me the ball. And he says, timing. it doesn't do you any good to win if I'm not ready to throw you the ball. Timing. Cause now by the time I'm ready to throw you the ball, There's, the guy, you, you mm-hmm. covered again. Mm-hmm. So now you have to understand. So he's talking to me, he's talking through it, so, what he's seeing, what he wants me to do, how he wants me to run certain routes. And so I don't know if I've go to any other quarter, because he was very patient with me. So they put me in the game. They moved, me, they moved me to a tight end. So they put me in the game. I don't know nothing. So I'm, I'm struggling trying to learn wide receiver plays. So they put me in, ga- in the game. They put me in motion the entire game in Denver. As I run by Elway, he would turn around and tell me what I got. So I go by in motion. He tell me, run an out route. Mm. Go back to the huddle until so he called a play. I put me in motion again. Run a corner. Mm. Blocked the end. So he did that for an entire game. I don't know how many guys would have had the kind of patience because not only he's telling me what I need to do, he also got to go through the reads. Yeah. He got to worry about what defense they're running, where he's going to go with the football. But he took enough time to say, so you know what? So that just got me, okay, now I need to get on top of this. Mm-hmm. And so I got more. I started watching more and more tape. I wanted to know as much information as he did. And so it just got where we just like, it was like second nature. So he had a large part to do with my success oh, no because problem. he was very, very patient with me. Mm-hmm. I had coaches. Dan drafted me, Dan Reeves, he drafted me um, in the seventh round, but he said, Look, his brother is an all pro. It's got, I mean, the work ethic, there has got to be something. We're going to find yeah. something. Yeah. We, we mm-hmm. got to find Jeez. something. Mm-hmm. So I was on all the special teams, you know. Which was at the time wide receivers didn't play a whole lot. You I was,
0: was on t- no man. head bustle, man. It <laughs> no stacks.
5: Look here. You was laying people. Out. What? <laughs> I was. A, I was a gunner on the punt team. Mm. It's over. They couldn't do anything with me. I like they put they put the, uh, the double out there to put them head up. I break through like the incredible hook. <laughs> get on them horses. Get him. Yeah. But you know it, it's different now. You don't really try to. For me, I was looking. I was looking, but I was looking, but I killed shit. It's I'm a different to get mentality me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is different. different. And that's why it's, it's it, that's why it's so hard to evaluate guys because back when I played, they were trying to put. They were trying to twist trying your. Trying to hurt you. You run that seven route like guys. I've never seen to run a one step slant route. But you know why? Because they're not worried about that kind of punishment that they was doling out back then. Back then, yeah. wow you run a one-step slant right? it was over. Taking your head off. It was over. <clears throat> but now, so that's why it's so hard for us to evaluate when they say, well, what about this guy, what about that guy? The rules have been changed so much. Yeah. The way they attack the quarterback, the way they are defenseless receiver. I'm like, what is a defenseless receiver? I wish he got no helmets and shoulder pads. He's not defenseless? He's running the route. Yes! You're on the football field. You should expect to get hit. But, and then, and then you know, Ed came later, Terrell came later, and then we started. Mike Shanahan uh, was my offensive coordinator when I first got there. He leaves, comes back as the head coach, and then Mike was tough. The expectations that he placed on, and that's what I. That's what I was like. He expect you to make every play, no excuses. Uh, he came in, you catch a pass finished 40 yards mm-hmm. so he was way down the field so we had to catch i might catch a five-yard route Take it but we i had to run him. 40 yards yep. because that's what jerry rice did yep. and so that's what that was so he steal. came from san francisco he came too. from san francisco mm-hmm. so that was our mentality is that get home we were always trying to hit our head on the goal post and he brought a mentality of how we practice how we met uh the expectations have fun but the thing was, I I just remember he's always saying, "Okay, '84, get him going," because that was you know in in, in training camp, we are gonna hit it. Hey, coaches, uh, offensive coordinator Gary Kubiak, or my position coach, he said '84, we need you to strike up the band today. So now it's time. It's time. Was, it's time. I'm talking. Right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, oh 84 gonna get somebody today. Somebody gonna get it guy today. They don't wanna see 84. Y'all don't want this. Y'all don't want these kind of problems. And man, it, it we it would get it would get going because and that that's 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 what it was about. I mean, God, you guys have been on teams. All teams aren't equal. No, nope. you're right. closer on some teams than others. Yes, we did things together. We go to the movies. We went out to that. eat. We go bowling. We, you know, we play cards. We roll dice. That's officially, actually, how Club Shay, Shay started. Club Shay, Shay started back in 1995 in Greeley, Colorado. It was my teammates' room. Mm-hmm. They had the PlayStation. They had all. It wasn't my room. Because I'd be wanting to go to bed. But you was just the host. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're like, hold on. How you name a club and it's not even your room? <laughs> guys be playing PlayStation, playing all these games. We rolling dice. We playing cards. Beer. All that. And so John would come up. Guys would come up and we'd be all time of the night. So the uh, coach would come in for bed, check. he look and see, okay. So we stand up. We got practice the next morning, but we stand up 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. As long as you in the hotel. Yeah, because we've we in the dorm. We've yeah. in the dorm do, uh, uh, doing training camp. But they know Club I would be ready. I'm gonna be ready, to, hey, I'm gonna be ready to glow. And then Club Shay, Shay was, there you go, Club I mean, Shay, th- Shay. rolling dice. All right, man, we had it, we had a crunk up in there. So that's what Club Shay, Shay started. That's what Club Shay Shay started back in 1995. It was called Club, Shay, it Shay? Was Club I named it. <laughs> <laughs> like, how you gonna, I named it. <laughs> they're like, how you gonna give a name yeah. to somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> I said, because y'all don't know where to go to bed. And, and I'm not, fin- I'm not going to have y'all in my room till no yeah. three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I can come, go and come as I please. And I been my homeboy was talking about it. He, uh, one of the assistant coaches at, at the Chargers, and we was talking about. It. He's like, you know what, man? I was just thinking about that. Club Shay wasn't even in your room. That's funny as hell. I said, I know. <laughs> and that was that was yeah, one was going down. Yeah. Like. Oh, it was reason. going down. It, it was great. But like I said, guys, you guys have been on team. Where you are really, really close, yeah. mm-hmm. and we were really, really close. We did everything we we, did, we bowl. You know, like I said, we go go bowling together. We went to the movies together. We did almost everything together and in training camp. You know, John. Like I said, John would come up, guys would come up, and they might not even roll dice. Just they would just show their face. Yeah, yeah. face. Show their face. Show their face. Just My show right. their face. you don't
4: understand how important chemistry is. Those are normally championship quality teams. Or at least yeah. you have the ability to mm-hmm. win a championship. Yes. In those kind of teams. I, I, you know, I was fortunate enough to play on a team that won. I was on a team that I thought we had the talent, but we just didn't. We didn't vibe like that. Right. Our chemistry
5: wasn't like right. that. So I tell people all the time, it's more <laughs> ke- people. Oh, chemistry. That's a class that nah, you take in, co- nah. in high school and college. No, it's not. Nah. That's just the most nah, important nah,
0: recipe. Nah, 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 nah. You it either,
5: No. Nah, nah, you can't. You guys got to believe, sincerely believe that that guy has my best interest, and he got to know that I have his best interest mm-hmm. and the common goal. I like, and I tell you know, when I talk to young guys, I say, Look, whatever you want to do, I got no problem with that. If you want to be, uh, go to the Pro Bowl, or you want to be all this, or you want to be uh, MVP, be that, but not at the expense of the team, yeah. Thanks. Nice. Not a, because if you wanna be that, I know you're gonna put the time in. I know right, you're gonna put the effort in, you're gonna put the training in, you're gonna put the studying in. But not at the expense of the team. Right. Team is the most and they they're, they're And that's mainly what I butted head with guys, when I know they all, they cared, so- all they cared about all yeah, all they cared about was staff. They ain't cared so- nothing about the team. Yep. That that rubbed me the wrong way. Yep. That we I I, 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 don't, I don't want no part. I don't sure. no. That rubbed us the wrong way. Yeah, no, we didn't. We wasn't we having it. See, either. y'all needed. See, y'all ain't had no enforcers though. Yeah. See, y'all needed somebody on that block like two, like your boy. See, your boy. Hey, he could have helped us Ow. out. Hey, hey. hey, he tried. He tried to pose me up.
0: Tell him what happened when you tried to pose me up. So this is what happened. It wasn't a basketball involved. We was offset, and I told him I could handle him. I told him I could post him up, and I tried to back him down. I couldn't move him right there, but I didn't have a basketball. Right, he wasn't going in. What hey, kind man. of shoes you have? Huh? No, he no. got no basketball. I, I right had tennis shoes.
5: Uh-huh. I tried to back him down. the one going. I have on? You have
0: go. dress shoes. Yeah, I'm kidding. You no dress shoes. So, I said you ain't going said you, you go that way. What's that? I just figured it out gotta go around it. <laughs> make him move out hey, of can't go through it. I you gotta go, go around hey, so You definitely can't go me. through him. Don't know. I don't know. That right. I, I don't I know. know I imagine that for I him. Nobody going for
4: that. Imagine that for him.
0: Nobody tell me what it was like
4: that. so after you you and John get your chemistry, tell me what it was like playing with the one of the greatest quarterbacks of
5: all time. And he had a cannon too. it was great. It was unbelievable. Because like like I said, he was a guy. John was all about respect. You see how some of these guys where they don't get the ball, they throw in water coolers and they stomping don't do him like. Don't don't show him up. He would never show you up. You run the wrong route. You tip a pass, and he gets intercepted. He's never gonna show you up. If if you did something that he didn't agree with, he's gonna talk to you on the sideline, or he's gonna wait till the next day and he'll talk to you behind. That's what Respect. I love. Don't ooh, don't show me up. Cause don't don't let that fool you. Don't think because now you more high-profile than me, I eat your ass up out yeah,
0: here. Yeah, right, right. Because
5: at the end of the day, the one thing Mary Porter, Mary Porter and Barney Porter taught me, when you go somewhere, you a man. Yeah. When you leave there, you be a man. Yeah. So don't talk to me sideways. He gave me that respect. At a, I mean, he, he didn't have to do that right, because right. he had. John al- He was John Elway. He was, he was already an MVP. He was already a Super Bowl, you know, had gone even though he hadn't won. So he had already built up his credentials. He showed a young kid mm-hmm. respect, yeah. mm-hmm. and so for me, okay, whatever you need. Like I said, I there are a lot of great quarterbacks, and I went to the Pro Bowl went with El, went with Marino, played with Warren Moon, Joe Montana. My last Pro Bowl, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady were my quarterbacks. Mm.
0: You didn't <laughs> catch one pass. I didn't catch one pass.
5: <laughs> I didn't go look here. I went over there for a vacation. I, <laughs> I didn't tell nobody <laughs> on last stack. I went over there for. I looked at the pro the guy. looking at it trying to win the car, win MVP. It was a vacation for me. That, yeah. I had a. I did everything I need to do to get over here. Yes, sir. I ain't trying to win no MVP you know over here. about yes, that shit? Nah, nah. But man, he man, look here, of the superstars that I had, like I said, I didn't play with him. Give me seven, mm-hmm. because the way he treated me, That's I true. love the fact that he didn't show, you know, show up. He yelling and screaming on the sideline. I ain't all about that yelling and screaming. Mm-hmm. I ain't all about that. <clears throat> all my coaches, I, I've always told them, I say, you could correct me in front of anybody, but you can't curse me. I say, Mary Porter, who gave me everything but life, never cursed me. So now if you want, hey, you want to see me really? act a fool, not doing Let it come out your mouth. call me a mofo, or, yeah. uh, then, then you got going to have to deal with me because I'm going to have to leave. Yeah. So I've never had a confrontation with a coach. Respect. Never really had no confrontation with a, with a player, really. Mm-hmm. Thing I got, you know, it wasn't really no fight. It was, it was cold one day, uh, and I remember this, like, yeah, it was 1994, and we were doing walkthroughs, and it was cold. I mean, I was bundled up, and this guy named, he told a story, so I go ahead and tell it to Reggie Rivers. And he, I threw him the ball. You know, I had, you know, caught the pass, and I threw him the ball, and he threw the ball back and hit me in the face with it.
0: Oh, you had
5: to get the helmet off already? Yeah. We we, we didn't have no helmet oh, off. It was just yeah. were walk through a yeah, walkthrough. And so he, you know, I threw him, you know, I threw in the ball and he shoved the ball and hit me back in my face.
0: You started it though, Shane. No.
5: I, no, I threw him the ball. I'm like, here, here, bro.
4: After you caught him, I'm like,
5: no, no, but he was just on the scout. Team. He was just on scout team, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like the defense. He was just he was an offensive player too, but just good. So we would walk through like offense, and so we have eleven offensive players. We have the uh, rest of the offensive players playing the defense. Right. So you know, you know, I did. not I mean, I I threw him the ball. Yeah. All he could either say, just drop it, let it hit the ground, but don't throw it back and let me hit hit me in the face. Yeah. So, so I just I just walked up and. Mm. He's like, Yeah, that that was it. So, and I that was that was that was the only time I've ever way. even come close uh to getting into it with somebody in the NFL. Now that was the only time only got one fight in college, um with a defensive lineman, you know we joining You know mm-hmm. how they, I mean yeah. guy, you go to a black college, it's all about joning. Yeah. It's all about if you come in late, you come in the cafeteria late, whatever you got on, we're gonna make fun of it. Right, well, we go yeah, I'm, I'm gonna light you up. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm lighting him up. Now, remind you, all the upper, you know, seniors and juniors there, but he's a freshman like me, but he's a D-lineman. So I'm lighting him up. You got the table it, crying. Everybody laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so but guess what he going to do? He going to come and try to take it out on me. So, I, you know, I, uh, I, guess, I think I had like a sandwich or something. And so I had some mayonnaise in the bowl. Dude took the mayonnaise out of the bowl and just put it on my, and threw it on me. Wow, 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 wow,
4: wow. That wasn't just one you gave him a whole boy I, I, a variety I, I,
5: I gave an eight piece <laughs> with two biscuits. extra extra crispy <laughs> <laughs> Hey stay yeah, have a, I don't I don't even remember <laughs> how it happened, but I just remember the next day Cole said, Goddamn sharp, what you doing? I said, coach the dude threw man eggs on me for no. Everybody was laughing.
0: <laughs> you must've been frying him, though. You had to be frying. Cooked him. I, I love him. I loved him. You had to be frying. I loved him. I loved him. Because you know, because you know, when they get mad, they pick nah, out the one person on, that man. didn't say nothing. Like, right. a- what you laughing for? No. Right.
5: Exactly. <laughs> because And I was a freshman, like he was, but I was, a, you know, I was a wide receiver. He was a defensive lineman. So all bigger. the other people laughed. Oh, he was bigger than you. Yeah. But I got to quit. Yeah. See, that's what you got to do. The oh, moment you feel tension,
4: hit first. Always Cause like hit. I oh,
5: said, yeah. now if I if I fire a couple of these things and you still standing, yeah. I got the <laughs> <a>
2: book.
5: <laughs> yeah, something ain't right. Yeah, ain't yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like two I, two I, I ain't right. Yeah, but I don't know if too many mother gonna take these things. Flushed, Not these first three. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> so that that was it. But for the most part, I get along. You know, I'm I'm joking. Cool, right. Stags know when he first came on. I'm. Jo- I'm
0: we joke, we have us a good old time. Man, you
5: come on the show, you know how we are. We laugh laughing. we joking. we carry on. And that's kind of how my persona was, my personality was in the locker room.
0: Laugh, joke, have a good time. Hey, that's it. It wasn't no jokes when I was chasing that ring, though. No, 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 no,
5: no, 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 I'm about that. No, 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 I'm trying to win. Don't be bull-jiving out here on my watch. Time and place. Right. There's a time like stretching. When we go out to practice and we stretching, that's the last time. Before that we going not get all the joking aside because once Mike blow that whistle. It's over with. Mm-hmm. Lock in. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. I'm all I'm all about hey, a I'm right. trying to put that work in. Yeah. And I had I had great teammates because I as I'm practicing, I'm like, I'm asking the guys, uh uh Dedrick Dodge, I'm asking Ronnie Bradford, I'm asking Tony Veland. Okay, you cover this route. Am I tipping my route? Cause I need feedback. Cause if I'm tipping something, I'm giving something I off. Know. I need to know. Let me know what's going on. Tipping me, showing the defender your route? I'm sure okay. I'm, I'm leaning into a route or I'm doing something. Uh, i never never forget Dedrick Dodge, who's one of, one of my best teammates. was probably one of the guys that helped me the most. He said, I noticed something. I said, what you talking about? He said, when you get ready to break out, you start getting up on your toes. Getting excited. He says, don't do that. He said, because every time you do that, I'm going to drive that route. Mm-hmm. So that taught me, okay,
0: I got to. Hide it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Football term, you know what that means when he said mm-hmm. drive that yeah. route? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Come up out it, press yeah. it, run yep. through it. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I need you
5: football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, football. Man, maybe, no, yeah, he's going to drive, around. He go drive around. And so you, you start, you know, because I need, like I said, I need feedback. Now, remind you, it's easier for a guy to cover you in practice because he sees you every day. Mm-hmm. He knows all your moves. Knows your he play, knows all the routes, little setups. Right. And he, when jo- he starts hearing things, if John audibles, he know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, But a guy that only sees you once a week and yeah. just watching you on, on tape. He's not going he to be able to get all those subtleties. Mm-mm. So I just need to make sure I'm not tipping it enough that he can see it come right. game time. Mm-hmm. Now, he's seen this route year after year after year after year. Well, it's, 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 man, it gets difficult to be the guy when you going against him every day mm-hmm. in practice year after year after year. But come game time, it was a, it was a piece of cake.
1: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: ATT connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three hour philosophy show. Change the drive to work in traffic so slow.
4: I see, I, I kind of feel like you were someone, like you said, you started at receiver once you came in, moved into tight end, but I kind of think you reigned in the era of athletic mm-hmm. tight ends that could have played receiver, but yeah. you were tight end, so guys like Tony Gonzalez, mm-hmm. uh, Gates, mm-hmm. uh, today Kelsey, mm-hmm. uh, Kittle, yep. you were them and, and, and played like that before, it was real, tight ends you used to just be blockers. Yeah,
5: that's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first, when I got to the league, you wanted a tight end to be extension of your offensive line. It's the big dude. Those okay. guys were like 6'5, 6'6, 285, almost 300 pounds, because everybody wanted to run the football. They were like, if you bring your, if you got a run game and a defense, you can win a championship. All of a sudden, they throw me out there and like I'm a mismatch. Because if you walk your you walk your safety, I'm a bully him. You. you walk your linebacker, defense. I'm a run around him. Mm-hmm. So now, okay, how do we do that? So I started in AFC West, and guess what happened? They go draft Tony Gonzalez. They go draft Freddie Jones at, at the uh, Chargers. They'll go get Ricky Dudley. Not everybody's starting okay. Biggers. Uh, they won't. They Athletic. Won't. But, I, but see, <clears throat> what they didn't understand, I was small. Julio Jones is bigger than I am right now. He's playing wide receiver than what I played at tight end. Mm. But, well, I log out on them stacks. The I put this <laughs> 500 on them stacks. That's what it was. That was going nowhere. I get the right. Hey, I get you right here.
0: Er, er, just driving. So so your your blocking had a lot to do with you making them pro a pro role. No, no. <laughs> no okay, then that's all I was trying to say. Let me get that clear. Here's the thing. It wasn't your blocking. This is the way I look at it.
5: I was more of an asset in the passing game than I was a liability in the run game. Okay. You see you look, everybody's like, everybody's oh look at Trey man trade 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 young don't play in the defense but he lighting you up for getting you 30 yeah. on the offense. Yeah. So that's a good trade up. James Harden. Yes. Yeah, James same. Harden ain't sitting in the chair in front of anybody. But when he light you up for 40, he
0: mm-hmm. light you up for 40. You and so that it.
5: that was my thing. I blocked well enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody got two thousand yards running
0: behind yeah, me. Yeah, You right, You're sure. Right. GD or
5: GD, MVP? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at all them thousand yard rushes I blocked for. Now they mm-hmm. weren't playing with ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying I'm, I'm George Kittle or I'm Gronk.
4: You did what you did,
5: but I, I got in the way. Mm-hmm.
4: So two Super Bowls in, in uh, Denver, and you go to Baltimore mm-hmm. with one of arguably one of the greatest defenses. <laughs> yeah. They say uh, you were there, but well, talk to me about being able to go over there and play play with Ray Lewis, play with that team, and win?
5: Man, I didn't want to leave Denver, Um, but it it was a decision. Hmm? You went from uh, Hollywood to Compton. (laughs) I didn't want to leave, but it's kind of like a situation where I I just didn't think I was getting the respect that I deserved. So this is
4: after, what, year 10?
5: Yeah, year 10. um, And here I am, seven. I had gone to seven Pro Bowls. I was first team All-Pro four times, two Super Bowls. And all of a sudden, I guess because John was no longer there, they didn't think I could play. But they had started to use me differently. Ed had started, well, Rod Smith had started to become the number one receiver, so they started throwing him a little more. I could still do the same things, but I just wasn't getting the same opportunities. And so it was like Baltimore, when Baltimore came, I was like, Baltimore, What? A, they were 8-8 eight eight the year before. I mean, I knew a little bit about Baltimore, the Ravens, because we had played them in 96. Never in my wildest imagination that I ever think I was going to get out of Denver. You know, I, I was always thought like, but then, you know, you see Joe Montana didn't finish his career. And, KC. you know, so I'm like, mm-hmm. all these guys started. Bruce Smith was, was all of a sudden going to be, uh, was going to Washington. And then talking to Ozzy on the phone, um, I saw Ray, as a matter of fact, that was in 1999. I saw Ray in Atlanta. He said, man, if we get you. Mm. We can win the Super Bowl," he said. "Cause we got it on defense. We got it on lock. We just need a veteran guy, man, to get them guys ready, man. So I, I go to Baltimore, and I'm, we practicing against them. Now I know what good defense is, and I remember going to my room. and I'm like, they don't realize how good they are. Mm, they was that good, huh? They, yeah. I said, this might not be. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. Mm. They could fly. They were sideline to sideline. I yeah. mean, it was it was tough for us to get a couple of yards here and there. And then you watch it, you're standing on the sideline and you're watching it, and you watch the physicality and you watch the relentlessness in which they attack people. I don't think very many of those guys could play today because it was just they were knocking oh, people loud. out. They were knocking the quarterback out, they were knocking the receivers out, they were knocking running back, they were putting everybody out of the game. Mm. And then everything just started to click. Now we weren't that good offensively. Who was your quarterback? Was it uh, We started with Tony Banks, uh-huh. Tony
4: Banks
5: and then they moved Trent D- Differ, uh, right? Trent Differ came mm-hmm. in there. And then basically the way we started playing, we felt if we could get seven on you, we get 10 po- we can get 10 points. That's all That's I mean. was, and we didn't turn the ball over, we're good. you couldn't beat us. Cancel, yeah. You couldn't beat us. So now we playing for we playing for one play. Hence, the, that's why they called me Big Play Shea because I was the guy that was going to get the big play. We get that one play if we get that early and we didn't turn the ball that's over, it. it's old for you. It's curtains. So once we got a lead, we got to the playoffs. And once we got a lead, man, I'm like, man, we going to the Super Bowl. We going to the Super Bowl. Indeed. And then once we got to the Super Bowl, I'm like, I'm looking at the Giants. I'm looking at them warm up. they don't like, stand a chance. <laughs> They'll stand a motherfucker's chance. They're going to be lucky. I said, they would be lucky to get 10 points. Little do I know, they was only gonna get seven, and they got that on the kickoff. <laughs> yeah. They got a yeah. little kick return. Yeah. But that defense, nah, that was that was a special unit. And when you you know you look back at it and you like compare defenses, it's kind of hard. It's hard to do, but it. yeah, I don't know if there's been a better defense than the '85 Bears and the '2000 Ravens. Now I'm biased because I happen to be there. But when you give up 165 points in season, 16 bro. games, that's that's crazy. Crazy. That's and impressive. you don't let you don't give up, you go 16 games, and all the teams combined. Don't rush for a thousand yards. Mm, that's impressive. That's tough. That, that, that's that's, that's impressive. And so it was, it was, it was different because Brian Billick didn't care. We didn't have curfew. I mean, we went to Super Bowl tonight, the, day, the uh, week of Super Bowl, we didn't have curfew. Mm. He had one simple rule. Brian Billick had, our head coach, he had one rule. He said, Guys, I want you to ride the bus to and from practice. Just make sure you're That right. was his only rule. And then we get guys, that, these young guys talking. About, Man, my mom here. I think I'm gonna ride back. I say, no, here you ain't. I think coach just gave us one rule: we only, don't have curfew. Only thing. Now you about to and you go mess that up. I, I wish you might. It's always <laughs> it's, Fuck you know here. it's always somebody. Always one that one. you can do right. They want to do wrong for no reason. For no reason. So like, nah. So we we got that. That was that was a great time. I got to meet some great friends: Ray, Rod, Wilson, guys that I'm friends with to this day. It was a great opportunity. Um, Ed Reed. Ed, no, Ed wasn't there when Ed I was there. there. No, okay. no, Ed, Ed, yo, Ed, younger, Ed younger. Yeah, way younger Ed, than me. Mm-hmm. Ed came in maybe like my. Oh, five? Or my, six? I think my last year. Yeah, I think Ed so might have came in my last it. year. Yeah I, played, yeah, I
4: played against him. And, against him? Because you went back and you you retired in Denver. In Denver. Went back yeah. to Denver.
5: Um, Tell me how important that was to you. Well, we won the Super Bowl. Uh, I lead the team in receiving, and they draft the tight end in the first round. So what are they telling me? <laughs> so so me now, my thing is to get him ready to play. Mm-hmm. See, people look at it like, well, it's not my job. Yeah, actually, it is my job. Because what if something happens to me during the season mm-hmm. and he's not ready to play? Right. Now my job is to get him ready to play beyond how you practice, how you study tape, what's expected of you. Mm-hmm. That's my job the to bet. prepare him, to get him ready That's to a go bet. play. It's a real Going bet. back to Denver, um, talking to Mr. B who was the owner at the time um, he's like I should have never let you go I said I'm sorry for that but you're coming back you're coming back home I want you to finish in that Bronco uniform and then I talked to Mike because um, Mike and I my first go around we weren't that close because I don't think he he thought there, he just looked at me as just catching but there were so many other things that once I left he started to see that the locker room, missed, yeah. how guys, how practice, how he how held guys accountable. Then you start to see sometimes you don't realize or value things until it's gone. Yep. So having a conversation for him, and I was like, yeah, it's the right thing to do. You know, I went to Seattle, but that was too far. My kids were young then. I was like, nah, they don't need to be getting on the plane, coming 13 hours. Uh, I mean, 13, six hours to come see me flying from Atlanta to, to Seattle, uh, visited the Raiders. But it just didn't, It didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. It was, it was meant for me to start my career finish. in Denver, have a brief interruption, and finish my career in Denver. And that was the, the best thing that ever happened because the fans embraced me coming back. They always loved me because mm-hmm. they saw how hard I worked, and, and it meant something to me. Winning meant something to me. Mm-hmm. Losing hurt me. Yeah. Um, and, and I just wanted to make sure I, did, I got the taste of losing out of my mouth as quick as possible. But I think they appreciated the hard work that I put into it. Yeah, that's what's up. So coming from where
4: you came from, you know, 1,000-square-foot center block place. Shizack, whole bunch of whole bunch, of whole bunch of kids to a successful career, three Super Bowls, and being inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2011. What did that mean? Did you ever see that? Was
5: it ever a dream? No. <clears throat> um, the Hall of Fame, I mean, it was so far. Um, that's the NFL heaven. Yeah. That's where the greats go to rest. Mm-hmm. And to be thinking of 25,000 men that have either coached, played, or been in a, a front office in the NFL, I was 267th member, 268th member in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. A skinny kid from Glenville, 3,500 people, two traffic lights, graduating class of 60 in high school. Mm-hmm. To go here, it, it seemed like a, a, a dream, but... If people knew how hard I worked and I spoke about it, I remember uh uh, you know, in my senior year, you get a senior book. Every girl signed my book. Ooh. Shannon, when you go to the NFL, don't forget me. Shannon, when you're famous, don't forget me. Every single Ooh, one of them. It. Because I told them I'm playing the NFL. I said, I'm going to the NFL. They couldn't believe because nobody had ever gone really done anything. See that they, they, they couldn't see it. I said, I'm going to the NFL. You only know what they see. Yeah, I said, I'm going to the NFL. I said, you ain't going to no NFL. They play on TV. They make thousands thousands. Of... yeah, that's, what, that's me. That's going to be me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just – everything that I did was preparing me for that. Now, the Hall of Fame, now, I, the NFL, yeah, I wanted to go to the NFL – I wrote down in my memory in my book. I said I'm gonna go to the NFL. I'm gonna go to Pro Bowl. I'm going go to Super Bowl. I ain't put Hall of Fame in there because I, my mind wouldn't even let me. Some things your mind wouldn't even let you dream. Wouldn't right. even let you fathom. Right. But I, all that other stuff, and sometimes I still I, I still pinch myself to think, damn, I'm one of the best to ever do this. Like wow, it don't really it it, it doesn't really dawn on you. Like when you do when you do it when you because you're not doing anything oh, man I'm going to the Hall of Fame I'm going to the Hall of Fame you just want to be the best you possibly can you want to just do everything you possibly can to help your team win mm-hmm. that's all I want to do I wanted to be about I was always about the team and to see where I came from working in those fields in South Georgia uh, Savannah State seventh round draft pick to this it doesn't even seem it doesn't even seem real. It doesn't even seem like it's possible. But it happened. I made it happen. I was very fortunate. Mm-hmm. I had a mom that made a decision that the best thing for my 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 brother, sister, myself, was to go stay with my grandmother and grandfather. My grandmother and grandfather taking us in, teaching us discipline, being because their expectation you work. You know, my my gra- <laughs> The first time the guy came by, Joe Tatum came. Uh, Came by the day before and told us he wanted, he wanted uh, to work for it. My grandfather come back in the house. He said, I want everything big enough to sop syrup to hit that truck tomorrow. Because, you know, back then we were in the back of the truck. Everything. So I'm five, six years old. I get in the back of the truck going to work, too. And that's why I tell people the easiest job I ever had was playing in the NFL. You said playing, it's playing. You was working. Yes! You got to play. Yes. yes! That's working. <sighs> people don't know what it's like right. to bail. Hey, live in them big old beds. See, Stack? See if you had that. See, Stack? I got got you right. You come on down now. I, I ain't have to bear no hay. <laughs> you ain't clip no onions, pick up no pecans, tomatoes, some I, some green hay. You, you did pecans, figs. Yeah, figs too. We we ate figs. We didn't yeah, no fig. We just ate them. Yeah, but yeah. all you know what? All that background because everybody goes through some adversity. It's hard. You tell me a person that has not gone through anything, and I tell you a person that hadn't gone right, anything. Right, right, right. So no matter who it is, you look at LeBron's situation. He's a you know he come from a sing, you know a single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, Teenage mom move around, he came through something. Most of it. us over had it. to overcome right. adversity. Yeah. So we're used to playing basketball ain't no coming over adversity. No. Especially when you grow up like we grew up. That's overcoming adversity. Yes. yes. So to be to play a professional sport, yes, obviously you have to be talented. But you had to have to go through something. To, mm-hmm. accomplish anything. to get to that point point. and the, the more you go through the more hardened determined, dogged mm-hmm. dedicated you become to your craft Spodish. and then the sky's the limit mm-hmm. the sky's the limit you just gotta put the work in and say what's important to me and what was important to me was making sure my grandmother never had to work another day in her life, making sure my kids cause I knew there's no way my kids could live one hour where you came from in a day that I had, let alone a minute. Mm-hmm. So that was my, you know, to try no, no. To, to get them to go to college, take care of them in college, and give them a head start because, you know, I started from the ground floor. Mm-hmm. At least I could put them on the second floor. So they could right. could start on they they could start on their own journey. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a real true football fan, I'm glad that we, because we don't
4: hear too much about you in, in, on this in this side of you re- reflecting you in this light. And as a true football fan, we really appreciate everything you accomplished not only in your career as a player, but now what you're doing in journalism and in analysis. I and mean, you're one of the few people that has a, a very respected, real voice. You know, so talk voice. to me what it's, what it's like working with. Uh, Skip uh, <laughs> uh, On your show Is one of the biggest shows
5: uh, Talk to us about that Skip is unbelievable Legend Shout out to Skip Skip is unbelievable man. Drip Bayless Man drippy, Skip is Drippy drip Look It's kind of hard to explain it Because people see his brash They see you no. Know, they see his His tough exterior And he's just like uh, But man He is I remember the first time I met Skip And I'm looking at him I'm like Damn he's small and I'm looking at him, and he's talking. We're in production, and he's saying some of the things. And I'm like, I heard him say those things on TV. Mm-hmm. He really believed that. He really believed that LeBron ain't that good. <laughs> <laughs> when Skip left ESPN to come here, he wanted me to work with him. Mm-hmm. But Fox and FS1, they wanted another journalist guy. Mm-hmm. Because they said, okay, yes, Shannon can talk about football, but can he talk about other sports? Yeah. Because before me, all the guys that did this daily, if you look at all the other shows, they're all journalist background. Right? They've covered baseball. They've covered football. They've covered basketball, Olympics, and so forth and so on. So I was the first athlete to do a daily debate talk show that talked about other, other the things other than the sport that they played. And it was like, well, Skip, we really think? Skip says, no, nope, I want him. Mm-hmm. Well, Skip, let, let, let's see. Skip says, no. Skip says, I don't want to interview with anybody. I don't want to do anything. I want him. That's the guy. I've done my homework on him. I know what everybody said about him. Hard work. He'll put the work in. So Skip went to bat for me. That's big. Let's just say everybody wouldn't have done what Skip done. Everybody for, they say they with you, ain't with you. Because a lot of people, when they say, well, you know, we really want you to be like, okay. Yeah. Well, I tried, but you know, they, you know, they wanted to go in a different direction. So this is what we did. Skip Long says, as I'm no. Good. Yeah, yeah, Skip says, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Skip says, nope, I want him. Mm-hmm. And so my job now is to make Skip right. Mm-hmm. To put the time in, to put the effort in, to put the work in, to study, to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So for me, man, I do, I'm here because of Skip. I never wanted to live in L.A. I like it now. Mm-hmm. But I never wanted to live in L.A. Never thought, I mean, like, I never thought in a million years I would spend anything more than a day in L.A. Mm. Come visit, you know, night, and gone. I, I live in L.A. It's not my home. Like, man. And being on the show and being able to meet guys like yourself, uh, athletes and other athletes and entertainers, Man, this is great. This is the best job. Look. Mm. People don't yeah. understand how fun that shit is. It man. is. How fun it is. Because I look at it like when we talk, we come on the show, I'm at the barbershop. My yeah. curse words. Yeah. That's where we are. That, and, and that's what I tell people. I was like, bro, I'm at the barbershop. Yeah. And the conversation that we have, that we're discussing, is that, and that's what people, that's what people, that's why people watch these shows. Because they're having the same discussion that we're having. Exactly. In the same man, it really, tone. Man, Giannis is better than LeBron. Man, LeBron, stop. are you lying, man. He ain't better than the game. Exactly. So we're, <laughs> we're having those same discussions, yeah. but we just just on live television. Yeah. To see you guys, how you guys talk about your sport and how things are, and then have a football player come in and talk about it, or a baseball player, or a, uh, actors and things, still about respect. Yep. It's still about working at your craft. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And in this now... I just work at it. Now, I'm not obsessed like I was was. Because when I came out, when I first got here and I got the job, I would do the show, and then I would go home and re-watch the show in its entirety. Mm-hmm. studying film. And I, do I do was that. just doing that over and over and then over and over. I was re-watching it like, re the show like four hours. Mm-hmm. And my agent said, Shannon, you're going to burn out. You can't do that. He <laughs> said, you got to do That's something. I mean, I, I, mean, I wasn't going anywhere. I mean, the first year I was here, I put 2,000 miles on my car. I went to work. I went to work out, and I came I didn't do anything. That was it. All the things was just focus, like focus, just focus, just focus, just focus. He's like, Shannon, you can't do that. He said, you'll burn yourself you gotta out. You got to live a little he bit. He said, yeah. He said, you got to pace yourself. He said, if you want to do this, he said, at this pace, you'll last a couple of years. And so I started to pull back. I was like, okay. But it's a lot of work. To be good at anything, you got to work
0: at it. I just sit here and imagine a battle off with you and Skip against Steven and Max Kellerman. How do you think that would go?
5: Man, they don't stand a chance. <laughs> uh,
0: they get, they, get, they get you, you think you got you know? You know, I'm, I'm pulling. You know, I'm pulling. So you matched
4: it up probably with Stephen
0: A then, right? This, you got Stephen A here. Stephen A don't want this smoke.
5: Stephen <laughs> A <laughs> <They> don't, <laughs> don't want all this moat. He no, don't want this moat. No, he don't want all this
4: smoke. A two-on-two two debate. That should be like an all-star debate game or some shit like that. They just go off topics I, and fire it. Me and Stephen A, ooh,
5: uh, that we could make this happen, <laughs> that'll be dope.
0: We can make this happen, that'll be dope. Come under the smoke and we'll do it. <laughs> oh, I'm all for that. But I, I, I always tell people about our relationship, uh, how I respect you and how I ask you questions um, about about the business and the advice you give me. People always ask about our relationship. But I say he like a big brother. You know, he he all he always give me the right advice, even when he sees something that I've done or said on Instagram when I, he might not say it in that day, but when you see me, mm-hmm. you address it and tell him what to do. And I remember one time a little story, um, it was something that happened recently about Kobe and I was about to address it, but it was it wasn't in, was in a fine line where I was second guessing myself. And out of all the people I know, I, te- I, I DM'd him and I asked him, how should I respond? And he gave me the best advice. That's you know dope. what I'm saying? I responded the way. So I just, you know, this is just a, a, a question. I mean, people want to know our relationship, but it's just me telling them, you know, little, little situations of like us at work and how we became so close. I appreciate that. You know, I was, you, you watch
5: people and you watch LeBron, and LeBron be like, oh, he too buddy buddy. The thing is, we got to get out of that, out of our community. Mm-hmm. Because we look at it, oh, that's a sign of weakness. Well, such and such wouldn't have done that. Well, that probably explains why there are not more people like him. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't give the information that he could have. Yep. What good is information if you're not willing to share it?
4: Right. That's what Kobe right. said he wanted to enhance people to such so, and And lies.
5: that's the thing. I look at LeBron. Here's a guy that, okay, if you're not talking X's and O's, you don't want to know that bad business, acumen. You don't want to know how this man built the brand? From a single mother in Akron and he's one of the most popular athletes, one Ever. of the most popular people in all the world? You, you no wouldn't want that information?
0: School? Right, right.
5: Oh, no, that, that's a sign of weakness. No. no. Eat, each one, teach one.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Pass that information on. What good is all that information if you're hoarding it? Yeah. Look, my thing, the way I look at it, there's enough food. I want everybody, everybody to eat. Everybody can eat, yeah. And if you can't eat right now, you can eat off my plate. Yeah. Yep. Our communities, man, mm-hmm. we got to get away from that because yeah. it's us. Look, I'm talking about us yeah, In our us. black community. Yeah. We quick to say, "Man, I wouldn't." Have d- why? Yeah. That, ex- but we got to get out of that crab syndrome.
4: Well, we're always well, like you, this. We we instead of opening our arms to yes. grab and yeah. help other. Yeah,
5: guy, when they come and ask me, so okay, what's? I explain to him. I talk to him. I said, "Okay, now you can't not say anything because a lot of times guys want to get in this profession where they don't want to talk while they are playing." Yeah. Well, you got to give people a glimpse. You got to yeah. give people a, a little insight into what they could possibly be getting. Right. That's why some guys do better on Correct. television then than others. others. Because all of a sudden, like, that's but people knew what they were getting from me. It's like, if he's anything like some of the snippets and bites, me calling the National some Guard or me doing things on the sideline, mm-hmm. that gave them a glimpse into kind of like how I was and who I am. Right. And I think the thing is that one of the things that really helped is when the cap situation kind of fell in our lap, mm-hmm. because as soon as we went on the air, that was it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, it's kind of like a situation like it's going on America right now. You couldn't straddle the fence on it. No, right. we'll that. you get you, you, you hey. One side. It's kind of like what's going on right now. You either with this government or, or you. Yeah, ain't no straddle. Well, you know, there's some things that no great. You know, black or white it, it's, it's simple as that mm-hmm. and for the very first time there's not a whole lot of subjects that force you to pick a side right it's like when you growing up you back like, oh, okay who you with okay i'm with the skins i'm with the shirt Who yeah. side are you yeah. on yeah. it yeah. can't what it doesn't matter to me nah pick a side mm-hmm. so and that feeling and i think when when people heard me articulate my thoughts on that situation mm-hmm. and give a little background in the context i think people are like okay I tune and I listen a little more. Mm-hmm. And they, because I kind of try and approach it. Yes, I'm a, pl- as, as an athlete, but how about some less common sense? Mm-hmm. How about just, come on now. Mm-hmm. You're on your job and somebody does that to you. You okay with it? Nah. Well, t- he should take a pay cut. Okay, they come to you on your job mm-hmm. and they say, well, they need an extra 15000 for carrying and HR. Mm-hmm. You cool? They cutting your pay? Nah, hell no. Nah, okay, uh, then. Yep. Why you want him It's easy for you to tell someone else to take a pay cut because it ain't your
0: money. Yep, they ain't in them shoes. But
5: ain't nobody else want to give up no money. Why they give up money so somebody else can make money, but you're going to take money from me? Right, right. right. <laughs> so work. when you start, if you put things in people where people could like, I said, you got to put it on your scale. I said, it's easy. Yeah, if you're making 100,000 and someone tells you you can make 15 million but you got to give a million back make 14 yeah you do that but you got to do it in your terms right. you making 100,000 right. somebody says you got to give up 15,000 or you got to give up 10,000 so somebody so we can hire somebody else what that got to do with me mm-hmm. you hire somebody else is taking food off my table right so i think that's the biggest thing is i just try to use logic i try to put things in as simplest terms as i possibly can mm-hmm. to help people understand why I say what I said, why right. I said it, uh, I don't take no shots at anybody because I know how hard it is to be an athlete. Mm, I love and respect man. everybody. It's <laughs> never going to be me going back and forth. Because like, if a guy take a shot at me, bro, if you took offense to what I said, I'm sorry, that yeah. wasn't my intention. Yeah. I'm just doing my job. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, you as, as a professional athlete, I, I know what you're going through. Right. Maybe not to the scale, but I understand what it's like to be a professional athlete, and I'm not going to get, look, Bro, a lot of you guys, I'm on up to be their dad. I mm-hmm. I, I,
0: don't, I don't think at this point not though, I think people pass taking stuff that you and Stephen Ace uh they say because we kind of look at you as the leaders of our culture with this. Yeah. So, if anybody taking it that way at this point, yeah. then they just being haters mm-hmm. at this right. point. But I, then you know, but the, and the thing is for me and everybody like, "Well, you
5: hate, we got to get out this notion." Yeah, stacks if I say I like apples and oranges. You can't say, oh, you hate bananas and grapes. Right, Bruh, right. You can't no, share I just, love, you yeah, got to hate yeah, the yes. other. You can love both. I said, why why just can't, I like apples mm-hmm. and oranges. Right. I didn't say anything about right. it. That don't yeah, mean boom. I dislike grapes. Right. And, and they
0: do that with Kobe and yes. Jordan and all the time.
5: Yes. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's enough greatness. And just because I choose one or the other doesn't mean I like him. Okay, if I say, if I say LeBron was better than Kobe, that doesn't mean I dislike Kobe. Right. But or here's you, something but people hate. don't really know. I used to cape for Kobe harder than what I cape for LeBron. Didn't know that. Finally
0: admitting it. <laughs> you finally admitting it on the show. What? That you used to go harder for Kobe.
5: I did. Thank people you. That, people, Thank you. People that, people that nobody knew that. Mm-hmm. My, my, my friend was telling uh, the guy that cuts my hair, he said, here's a funny thing, and nobody was going to ever believe this, he went harder for Kobe than he ever did for LeBron. Kobe was my guy. Kobe, Kobe was my – man, you couldn't tell me nothing <laughs> about me. Kobe. So I had – so this is how it was. I had Kobe. Kobe was my guy. He liked LeBron. So I said, okay, Kobe – so we got Kobe. I got Kobe. You got LeBron. We can never change players. You got to stay with Kobe. for. I got to stay with Kobe forever. You got to stay with LeBron. Mm-hmm. He from D.C. He know about this kid – Named Kevin Durant. <laughs> so he won't KD. He won't KD now. i say, i tell you what. I'll make you a deal. Let me get LeBron. You can't get be getting LeBron. Go James. I'm a trade. When KD came to the NBA, I got LeBron. Yeah. He took KD. So yeah. now I got Kobe and I got LeBron.
0: So y'all, so y'all doing y'all own little barbershop trade. Can't yep. lose. Yep. Can't lose. That, that, and, and, that, and
5: that's how it happened. But... but and, but that's the thing, I think that the hardest thing for me is to try to get the, the uh, people to understand because I talk positive about someone else doesn't mean I gotta talk negative oh, about man. somebody. Because exactly.
0: you understand that you don't have to shit on nobody else to make yourself look good. Right. Yeah. It's, it's too many people these days feel like they gotta be little somebody to, to make, make themselves, themselves look stand. good. And that's one thing we take a point on our show, speaking to everybody in here. We know how to get people on our show, disagree with them, but don't disrespect them. Yeah, Respect and stay the same.
4: Well, my thing, I think we both transitioned, all three of us transitioned, and we so we know the player side and now we know the analyst side as well. And I think one thing I really take offense to, and I took offense to uh, Nick Wright, uh, who who works for Fox, was if you've never really been in these trenches and done what we've done, like, there's a way for you not to necessarily agree or like the style or play or whatever, but you don't have to be disrespectful. Right. Because, keep it real, you're doing this because you weren't good enough to do that. Right. You know what I mean? You wanted to be an athlete, right. and you you came and you settled for journalism. Right. So to me, it, it, I think it, it really bothers me when analysts that – or journalists that have never been in the trenches can't chew gum and, and dribble at the same time, like disrespect X. players. Right. Cause, cause, like you said earlier, because you, you know how hard it is to be right. in those shoes.
5: I, I, when I, you know what gets me upset? And that, Look, you cover the game. I, you look if you cover the game long enough, you should have an idea of what you're talking about. I get upset when I see analysts say things that actually played the game. I said, if it was that easy, why didn't you do it while right, you played? Exactly, it? exactly. You, they, 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 I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. You saying <laughs> that's easy? Well, you had an opportunity to do it. Why didn't you do it?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: So and, and look. Everybody has a job to do, and my thing is I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I'm just trying to make a point, point. and yes, sometimes I get upset when when guys do certain things. are like, bro, why do you put yourself in the home? Why you but put it's coming from a, like tr- from a yes. pure
4: place, though, yes. because
5: you've been there, and right. you know what the roadblocks you right. should be avoiding is. Yes. Exactly. I mean, if I see the guys, I don't see a whole lot of guys, because I don't go nowhere, stat. Right. <laughs> but if I were to see the guys, I, I would dab the guys up. Blah, blah. I ain't got no beef with them. Man, I, man, you don't like... I say, I love KD, mm-hmm. but you should be above a burn account. Yeah,
4: That's what I told him. I was like, I don't we like that you, you burn. Them. I said, motherfucking text them straight from your phone. Yeah. That's yeah. my thing. If yeah. if you, in the red,
5: if fuck you got, it. If you got something to say, say it. Say it. it. Mm-hmm. I ain't hide behind nothing. Say it. They're like, Man, I can't believe you said that. I said, well, I can't believe you said what you said to me, so you got
4: it back. <laughs> hey, right? The fuck you mean? Like, you think you just say whatever? Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't,
5: hey, don't, hey, don't let the suit fool you yeah, now. Right? Yeah, right? You ain't finna just talk to me. what
0: you said to me. Yeah, I can't let you talk to me crazy.
5: <laughs> but, I, you know, like I said, but I think for the most part it is the guys, when I see the guys, and having been on this show the respect that they showed me, them. Absolutely. man, that makes me feel so good. I'm like yeah. everybody. now they don't. Nobody call me my name. Everybody call me Unc. Yeah. yeah, I mean, from like A. D. to LeBron just and
0: like D. Wade, I'm like man, because you're speaking for us too. Yeah, yeah. whether no you know question. it or not, you're speaking for us. too. I do.
4: Well, you open up doors, and that's what we continue to try to do: is just letting people know. I mean, there's other ways you can touch the game, affect right. the game, be a part of the game, and for your transition to be, like you said, you're one of the only maybe that that covers all sports mm-hmm. and you were a professional football player. So mm-hmm. that takes a lot of hard work and dedication. So we appreciate that. We love that. But I wanted to also talk kind of a two-part question here. The thought on Tony Romo's transition to being shit, the highest paid analyst, Ooh. but then also a two-part question, how NFL players are reacting to him making that kind of money. And some NFL players don't make that kind of yeah, money.
5: Yeah. They're looking at a guy, the guy that talks about the game is making more money than the guys that actually play the game. But, it's about it's not what you're worth is what you negotiate.
0: Right. You Can't get mad. <laughs> at Why am I mad at Tony Romo? Right. Clearly, that's if he invaluable. got him. He got him.
5: Yes. He's great.
0: He's great at it. He got yes. him.
5: Yes. Yes. That's the way it works. Mm-hmm. So if if you keep taking, if somebody's like, well, here, just take the if all somebody do is give you this water and there's soda and you just keep taking the water, well, the soda is never an option. Mm-hmm. Well, if you just keep t- if you're not willing to fight. Tony Romo was willing to risk yeah. leaving CBS, mm-hmm. and they understood that. So they had to pay him what his value was. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to risk game checks. So the owners know you're not willing to risk game checks. Mm-hmm. So they said, well, here, take this. Mm-hmm. And I get it. The core players, look, there's a 1%. Everybody's not going to be in that 1%, guys. There are guys that's never going to make $30 million. Oh, yeah. So this seems to be a lot of, uh, of money for guys that say the core guys making 600, maybe 600 to a million dollars. So an extra $100,000 is a lot of money. But okay, for that extra game, what else are you getting? How much longer are those medical benefits going to be? Because mm. five years, of, if the average NFL career is three years, so let's just say you're done with football by the time you're 25, 26. Crazy. What the hell is good as medical insurance is you're thirty 31 and it's done? <laughs> Everybody's not going to be... Like a Shannon Sharp and get a job in television, or be Michael Strahan, or right. be Tony Romo. Right. So what about those guys? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, I don't think guys, you got to be willing. You got to be willing to risk something in order to gain something. No and so right now, the guys are not willing to risk checks to miss. And Nothing so I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't understand what the rush is. Because here's the thing: owners don't want to negotiate contracts with players. What a year left on the contract, but they want to do this deal a year before it's up. Why? Right,
0: right. Hmm. beneficial for
5: them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But look, it's not easy when you got a lot of overhead, you got a lot of responsibility, mm-hmm. cause you know if you got kids in private school, you know you got to pay for your house, you got mama house, you know. The thing is about the ownership is that they're lending uh, 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 people will give them a break. Says okay knowing that it's going to resume. But the NFL cut checks for them in March. You don't get your money till you play. Mm -hmm. So they'll put somebody else on the field, (laughs) and people will watch it. Mm -hmm. So that's what happened in 87 when they struck. Mm -hmm. They put what they call scabs, and people watched. Mm -hmm. And guess what happened? Some of the biggest stars you wouldn't believe crossed the picket line and went back out there. So if a guy that's a superstar superstar going to cross the picket line and go play, what yeah, chance to a guy, another guy no that's barely meant that he might get, he might get cut. Is
0: Tony Romo that good? Is he that good though?
5: I like him. I think he knows. I never right. heard Tony Romo do a game because I, I don't I've watch the it. game with sound. Yeah, uh. because see, they will influence what you might say. Exactly. See, for me, I know what the hell I'm looking for. I, yeah. I did play the game. So right. I'm looking I, as Tony is talking, what Tony might be talking about. See, <clears throat> I don't watch the game looking for touchdowns or this or that.
0: Yeah.
5: I'm looking okay. Formational offense, defense. Mm-hmm. Why he scored? How he scored? Not that he see fans only care about that he scored. Yeah,
0: yeah,
5: I'm analyzing. They, man, ooh, they playing. They playing cover five, which is two man, mm-hmm. two deep safety, man underneath. Mm-hmm. Call it, We call it cover five. So I'm looking at. Ooh, ooh, this is gonna be open. You and see it? it before yes. It yeah. Yep. So I, uh, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. And so for so me, what's
0: open in the cover five? The middle. You got.
5: You playing Yeah, it's 22 men, but they're playing hard inside. They don't want you to get beat inside. Okay, they don't want to get beat inside. They don't want to get beat inside because the safeties are splitting. Mm -hmm. So most times, more times than not, they're going to jump hard inside because the one thing you don't never want a guy to do is cross your face because that's the easiest throw in football. Mm -hmm. It's right there. Mm -hmm. Make it hard for it. And so I'm looking at that. I'm like, dude, stop letting the guy cross your face. But that's why I'm looking at it. So I'm, I'm kind of analyzing the game like Tony. Um, and so in your way in my way right. so I don't listen no side so even basketball games
0: you interested in calling games
5: no no nah. No, I, I that, that, that's too up. much prep that's too you much prep you might slip up a lot going
0: on yeah yeah I might be out there cheering for go. <laughs> I, mean, I might be out there cheering for go.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh oh get, get you up,
0: didn't gold. catch that you didn't catch that pass because you was out there doing something for too so <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah Uh
5: I mean that's a lot of money yeah but uh um that makes it better that makes it. It's it's for the that's going it now. Come on, yeah. man. They open yeah, the doors. So you got for the next person. You yeah. Open the doors, yeah. I, you I open don't the doors. I never begrudged anybody for getting their money. For getting their money. Can't man. do it. What I'm counting. What I'm pocket watching for. Can't do it. Won't do it. But you know, some guys. Man, he ain't worth that.
0: Like,
5: ain't coming out of my pocket.
0: Yeah. It ain't let hurt
5: me. me. See, let me see. Oh yeah. My money's still there. So they ain't got nothing to do with me.
0: Uh, where's your stacks at? My stacks at. Yeah. Home. They ain't no minute. Ah, see? Oh, you see? Right yeah. See, know I know you,
5: you used to walk around with a bunch of money in your pocket. They, they ain't no minute,
0: but it ain't far.
5: Drug dealer days. It ain't far. It ain't far. Back Wait, in the day, you walk around with a bunch of money in your pocket. Not today. back it's in the day, be. yesterday. No, What'd no, no I don't do that no more. Still do. I mean, back in the when I played in my height. That was you? Yeah. I keep, I, I used I, to walk I, around. Look, 2,500, that's all. If, if, if you call me with less than five grand on my, in my pocket, call the cops somebody just me. around the corner <laughs> <It's still silly. laughs> now them days you can't do it, you no, can't no, do no, it. no no i spending
4: day. it too much man. i kept a stash, that shit just screaming my name like i gotta spend it i don't be having no money yeah. all credit cards for me fuck yes, that sir. yeah
5: but i don't i don't shoes is my thing that's your and pick. bags too oh yeah you know i keep, you know, I keep a little something. yeah I, I, you, got all, I like, you got all the dope bags yeah. now but that's, that, but that's the, but and i tell people it's like say i i save to a certain extent i do I said, but I want my 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 enjoy money it. and my last breath to run out at the same time. Enjoy yeah. that shit. I said, what about me enjoying? Why I gotta leave everything for everybody else to enjoy? Yeah, why is yes. Let but, me but enjoy it? Yes. But people don't
0: realize we get a lot of shit free too. do yeah. you get who who, who your hook up? Hey, yeah. you know, well, no, <laughs> not the shit you got. We well, Jack, does a, shit Jack
4: does a begging section. That's where we be getting all this shit for free. Well,
0: I, I didn't. I don't have to beg him today because I asked him for a, a jersey he's supposed to get from a Lamar Jackson jersey. So I forget say he had pulled the Baltimore Ravens, but I, I failed. failed to get my jersey yet. Though. You gonna get the jersey, man? I don't know. I, don't, I might have to call. Uh, who? who can I call? Ghostbusters? No, they don't, they, they don't work. I <laughs> get. The, I get the jersey. Oh, I got pulled. You got pulled in Baltimore? Yeah. Oh, you did play in Baltimore, right? I did play in Baltimore. Baltimore yeah. They might know too. you there. They yeah. might know you there. They, <laughs> might,
4: know.
5: they <laughs> might know you there. Yeah, they're.
0: <laughs>
4: Speaking of Lamar Jackson, coming from an era where there was Doug Williams, Warren Moon, Randall Cunningham, a few other mixed mm-hmm. in, but those are only real prominent ones. I hope I'm not missing anybody to an emergence
5: of the black quarterback today. It's unbelievable. Because you look at the MVP guys, you look at Lamar one, you look at Patrick Mahomes, you look at Russell Wilson, yeah, you look at Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson. look at Dak Prescott. Okay, because
0: you know you be, you trying not to throw Dak in there. Bro. I put Dak in there, but you waited till I said his name. No, but you know in how there. you be hating on Dak, man. But, I mean, I, look, I had to
5: say his name for you to say name. it, Shannon. He he like the he like the fifth best brother quarterback. That's an that's <laughs> an accomplishment. That's pretty good. No, but no, but 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 you see what's happening? Defenses are getting faster. The field is spread more, uh, more spread. Basketball. So now you need guys that can get out of harm's Inside way, get outside and make plays Keep in the pocket. Playing. Not saying the statue quarterback, is, is, but it's it's getting away from yeah. them. And the NFL is a copycat league. Yeah. They see the success, Lamar, they see the success of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and Russell. Cam was the MVP a few years ago. Yeah. So now they're like, well, hold on. It's something there. Instead of getting these guys and try to make them conform to what we think is normal, how about we get these athletic guys that can throw the football and put them in systems that conducive for what they do? John Harbaugh, they drafted Lamar Jackson. Instead of trying to make him a pocket passer, let's put him in a system where he can flourish. Okay, they have the best record. He wins the MVP. He's only going to get better. Mm -hmm. So I I think the thing was, for the longest time, people don't really, coaches really don't want to coach. They want to be lazy. Yeah. See, to get a guy with have that kind of ability, you got to coach. You got to put an implemental system in, and you got to coach it up. They just want to just plug the guy. Look, everybody can't be Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't be a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. Right. Do some coaching, mm-hmm. and what we're seeing now, man, it's great. I, I love seeing it. I just because there are a lot of guys that was before these guys that that could have done mm-hmm. this, it, the but chance. they didn't get the opportunity. Get uh, you know, Warren Moon had to go to Canada for five years. Mm-hmm. He went five years of his life where he could have been down here playing in the NFL. Mm -hmm. But now guys are, they're showing that they deserve an opportunity and guys are cashing in those opportunities. And you see the sky's the limit. We see all these guys were in the playoffs last year Mm -hmm. with the exception of Dak, but Dak has been in the playoffs two of the four years he's been in the league and he's only going to get better. Mm -hmm. So with that said, do you think we'll see an emergence
4: of black executives, black head coaches, black, More behind the
5: scenes. Well, that's what you need. You need you need you need black guys that's in position of hiring, so they'll hire others. Uh, It's funny that we got seventy percent, you know, black players in the league, and we only got a handful of black coaches. Yeah, but. You know, most times than not, when you interview somebody, you interview somebody that looks Look like, like you, you, that sounds like you, yes, that thinks talk like that you, sh- talk that and shit. It, it, it it takes it takes something special to yeah. branch outside of that, mm-hmm. what you're comfortable with, what what seems to be normal, right. uh, you know, and hopefully we, we start to see that. That's what we need. We need guys in, in manage in management roles mm-hmm. that's going to take our opportunity and give guys a fair shake. And, and when a guy doesn't win the Super Bowl in his first year don't can him yeah. right because but you know because when we they get black guys get canned man they don't resurface like this. It ain't, uh, the it, ain't, it, ain't,
0: it ain't it ain't the normal just can they <laughs> They go get the trash. The, tr- the truck dumpster. come by, dump <laughs> you the trash can, yeah. take it to the field, smash no. you, then <laughs> put dirt on top. They do the whole yeah, thing. No, it's we, tough. It's I mean, hard. you can't yeah.
4: you can't take those chances. Too many bad. You know, uh, uh, you know, particularly a white coach can have four or five losing seasons and still find a job. But black or if he gets fired, going to pop up somewhere yeah, else. We'll a, a black wrong. coach has one or two bad seasons, and yeah. you might need to you're either a lifetime assistant or find a new job yeah. type situation. So it's unfortunate. Hey Barry. Uh, quick hitters. Thoughts going towards the playoffs. Battle of L.A.
5: James. You already know what time it is. Uh, but I know, but, but, go James. James. but, but sometimes he you know, say you talk him? with common did, sense. So did you, did you see him? I don't know if y'all noticed yeah, late lately. <laughs> y'all know y'all didn't notice lately, but it ain't none of my business. I only but y'all brought it up, so we are gonna talk about it. Yeah. Y'all saw what happened. I saw. Him. Now he brought the forty piece. Yeah. Now he start now. He still can get downhill.
0: Yeah, easily easy. still composed. easily and
5: now he'll add a 44 to his resume
4: that's incredible
0: it's <gasps> in 17 years
4: i think to me it's hard to say that Giannis and and bounds ahead of LeBron from and i think Kendrick Perkins might have said something like this because we always devalue LeBron's greatness in the east because it was the east Right. In the east is some they say east is weaker than the west but if you take LeBron take a look at the team last year when he was hurting what they did obviously getting AD is a huge help but they went from dog shit to first place in in the, in the yeah. West, yeah, you know what I mean. So you gotta, this, you gotta how, have this, the same this energy. You know,
5: this is how you know LeBron the GOAT The guy that he traded to New Orleans, the and the guy he, he traded before, <laughs> that's what everybody say. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a co him The guy that LeBron traded that went to went to New Orleans, LeBron traded Bi Lonzo, Josh Hart, mm-hmm. and now they got Zion. LeBron went back there minus AD and beat him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Cleveland. How Cleveland. How Cleveland looking without Braun? Now Braun had maybe less and took that to the finals.
0: Man, the Lakers good this year. Got a lot to do with AD. Don't do that. Yeah, I, I, don't I'm not saying AD
5: special, but don't don't you try to diminish Go no, Jay. You can't. You can't. can't. You can't. No, can't. can't do that. He, he, makes, do the that. he I mean, makes the engine go. He makes the engine go. That's it. I mean, he's not supposed to be playing like this in year seventeen. No, he's not. No, You're no. not supposed to be leading it. Think about MVP. Leading the league in assists in year 17? 10.3. John Stockton led the league in assists his last year with year 12. Mm -hmm. John Stockton played 19 years. Mm
0: -hmm. He wasn't 6'8", 290. They got to (laughs) do it. that. 290. (laughs) Yeah, jumping before this vertical. And and,
5: and, and winning. And winning. And giving folk the bit. He he ain't supposed to be dropping no 34-point triple doubles, getting 40 pieces, and he's still elevating. You, yeah. see oh, other
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you see where he out from the other night? yeah. Did You see where he
5: He's out outside the lane, But he's yeah. doing all this shit
4: now yeah. with it, too. And, and you're 17. this shit now, too. Yeah. Game's I love it. It's easier now when you're playing I with love it. Like I said AD. at the very beginning of the season, if he's in a position to where AD is sort of like Jack said, AD is kind of the focal point that this part of the season in the playoffs, he's going to be at his best. Yes. You know, I think he did a good job of riding the team and kind of understanding, showing flashes here and there during the season of obviously what he can do. But to me, he just managed the game so much better this year. He made sure everyone else got involved. He made sure AD knows, motherfucker, we're going to come to you in April and May. So get ready now in December. You know what I mean? So he meant to me his management of the whole season has been brilliant. Talk to me where you think real quick before we get back off track.
5: Mike, Kobe, LeBron. Where are they at for you? I'm gonna go, you know, old goat James. He's one. Because for me, is that you look at the totality. You see everybody it's, it's like it's, it's almost. I even hate talking about you know Kobe and LeBron because anytime you talk about Kobe and LeBron, Jordan six zero in the finals. Kobe got more championships. Than LeBron.
0: They, they always they, got something. They always got something to say. Yeah. But somebody, I
5: mean, eight straight finals. Eight straight. That's tough. And the best player. I mean, he look. I mean. That last year in in uh, in, uh, in Cleveland, come on man, they had no business. They had no business being in the finals, that except for that man of greatness. That was amazing. And and look, when you look at when you look at teams that he's lost to, those Warriors teams, of all the championship teams, that might be one of the top five best Dynasty. teams ever. He had ever. No no and question. And LeBron, oh LeBron, lost to the Warriors. Really? Everybody else did too. So, so we expected LeBron to beat LeBron and Jr. and, that, and, and, and uh, Rodney Hood and Jordan Clarkson and George Hill. We expected him to beat KD, Steph, Clay, Draymond. I did. And Javette, really? And Steve Kerr. Yes, you got you Really, got a real coach too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the coach, I, I, and, then, and when he lost, he lost to uh, San Antonio. He was so a young we, boy. what we gonna do with Tim? So Tim Duncan. There's no question. Tim Duncan is the greatest power forward to ever breathe. Mm-hmm. And so he had Tony Parker, he had Manu, Kawhi was just coming onto the scene, yep. and he had Pop. Yep. So he loses to that. And they like, oh. So, what team that Jordan never played that was that?
0: Good question. I think honestly, Detroit teams were good. They, were the Warriors good? Yeah, nah, no, no. No. I'll tell you a team that was good the Pistons was good. Big
5: Three Celtics. The
0: Pistons was good. When they
5: primed, the you remember was them? Good. Were, they, were they Warriors good? Their and levels they- are good. They were champions. Were
0: they Warriors good? Okay, which one, KD? I want to know on the, on oh, the no. Pistons. How many Hall of Famers on that team? Who that Pistons team? The same amount as the, as the, as, the, as the Warriors. Look,
4: I'm just I'm, I'm, asking questions. You think I, so? Chance? Who, who who who's your who's I'm your Rodman? Are you talking about? Oh, you wait, wait, so, He's talking about
0: Jordan? He was talking about Jordan. Are oh, you talking? Okay, I thought you were talking about LeBron and yeah. No, no, but here's but here's he said said Jordan didn't play nobody like oh. like them. No,
5: but said, no, no, no 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 Detroit. Come on now.
0: They had four Hall of Famers.
5: So, so which, which one of those Hall of Fame? Look, there, look, as a guy in the Hall of Fame, there's levels to Hall of Fame. <laughs>
0: no question. Don't talk okay. that shit to him, huh? There, there's like.
5: like Chicks in the Hall
0: of Fame. Uh, no, no. I got better
5: numbers than him okay. as far as points. Uh, <laughs> stack, but here's the <laughs> thing. I'm just keeping it real. Stack, there's like Jim Brown, Joe Montana Hall of Fame. You know, they, there's rooms to it. You know, you go to the Taj Mahal, there are rooms in the Taj Mahal. Right. Everything, everything is not housed in, in one room. Mm-hmm. So, there's levels to this. There's KD. Uh, KD, you're talking about a top 10 player. When it's right. all said and done, he might be creeping down to the 5-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Steph the Curry. Score. Steph Curry. No, no, you know who's going to be the lead scoring hitter.
0: Man, KD. He, man, KD. You think you're going to get it? I don't think. I don't, I don't think okay. the, the, you see the, how many consecutive seasons he's had? Like, who? KD. With the points he's been putting up? Yeah. but How many points KD have? 20,000? Hmm, he we'll got 20,000, right? I, we'll he got to 20,000 by
5: now. We'll look it up. But think about what go that. Yeah. Go about to be at 40. Yeah, so does he need? Another four
4: years at 25 points or something like that. that? He'll leave a three. He'll mm-hmm. three.
5: Three, 40,000. So the man gonna be top ten he's gonna be number one in points, mm-hmm. Top five in the self. Top ten in re Come on.
4: I think that's that. That's where I think people misunderstood. Is we're talking about a pass-first player. Yes. A pass-first dude that's in the top ten in assists, but still I, I moving knew. up, moving up. Let that Detroit sink in for start. a second. Pass-first. Mm-hmm. I want to pass you the ball first, yes. but then I still got more points. And, mm-hmm. still,
5: average, and still averaging 20. Because I watched him the other night against uh, uh, the Pelican, and he goes off in the first half. He has 19. But now he comes out in the third quarter. He makes a conscious effort. Oh, yeah. He's so like, you, you know what, game manager. I need, I need you guys. I need, I'm gonna need these guys in the third. Manages the game. And then in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter, he says, "Okay, now you got me here. Let me bring us manage, home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me bring us home." I'm not mad at go. that. I need to go see goat play.
0: When was the last time you seen him play?
5: NBA Finals.
0: <laughs> what year? <laughs> the, uh, we went out to Cleveland. Oh yeah, you working. you were there. We, working. Yeah. we working together. Uh, yeah, yeah, That's right.
5: I need I need to get there. But I I'm I'm a poor sport. Yeah. yeah. Because, see, you know, I, I, you know, I don't want to be around because I go and they lose and then somebody know me and they're going to start talking Yeah, You had jersey on. When? Oh, that time? I got like five
0: of them. That jersey on. I got
5: five. I got the whole uniform. I might dress in the whole uniform. I might <laughs> go the whole mask,
0: too? With the gold mask? <laughs>
5: I'm going to be at the parade. We gonna, I'm going to be at the parade in June.
0: You got to get on the bus then.
5: Now you know, you already know they're going to win the title get right now. i ran at 36
0: all time right now. 22,000 points. 22,000? 22, yeah. Almost
4: 23,000. In what year? 22,940. This, this
0: is like, what, year 13? No, nah,
5: not that many, I don't nah, think. Yeah.
0: 11.
5: No. 11. Russ is 12, 13. Is he up in there? Yeah. If LeBron, he got to be year 13.
0: Yeah. Could be. LeBron's a 17. all time.
5: Look at the GOAT. Now He's you tough. know, now you know what that is. That's, so that's, for, that's like 11,000, 12,000
0: behind GOAT right now. Man, KD put up some points now. In a hurry. I mean, but no, I
5: like KD is because I think him coming off this job.
4: injury, his his game has never been bla- based off athleticism. You know what I mean? You take LeBron's athleticism away, that's a lot, but you can't take it away. I mean, he's yeah. in year seventeen doing what he's doing. Yeah. But, but I, the reason why I think KD has a great run and a great chance is because it's never really been based off athleticism for him. It's Just jumpers. Are he gonna still Jumping. be
0: able to elevate and get it off? Oh yeah, he's a, he shoots that. Bit. He's seven he feet tall. He shoots it done. up here. What you he, mean? That mean? dude's so tall, man. That incredible. Dude, ain't nobody blocking that. No, nah, incredible. I mean, it's, it, that, that, that's unfair. Yeah. That's He's what's a unfair. He's a for him, for him to be that tall and to be able to shoot, the, his yeah. ability to shoot yeah. the ball like that. Now, that's unfair. It's a lot. I love music it Music-wise, Yeah. what kind of music you listen to? Give me your top – well, tell me what kind of music you listen to first, then give me your top five artists. I'm old school, bro. See, like, guys like listen to stuff to get them going. I couldn't. I
5: pass out. What you listen I, I try to listen. I try Opera, to – gospel? I'm like – Old school. Al Green. Not Al Green, but you know, like Barry White. I listen to Maxwell, yeah. Sade, Shady Deggio Cello. RB Thug. That's yeah, me yeah. too. I'm saying
0: yeah, You kind of neo soulish then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I try to, like, when I played,
5: I try to listen to that stuff, you know, Tupac, it get me good. Man, I like a Yeah. To I get too right. amped. Because, I, don't, I've never had a cup of coffee. Can you imagine me on coffee? Yeah, I can. I never did. I don't like coffee. Either. I can't. So I, I get too pumped up so I need something to like just Mellow m- you. Yeah, just keep me going. And the plus I mean, I, I I mean I know all these artists. I know The Baby, little baby yeah. and all these. Blue, I, I know Lane. all these, Yeah, Oh, the Weezy's my guy. Yeah. Now that's that's my guy, but I got to slow it down.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> too I'm much too, for your
4: heart.
5: Yeah, yeah, man. I'm too I, I get too 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 wrapped up.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you already geek. Top 5 sneakers. I know you're a big sneaker head. <laughs> That's where, you, oh where
0: a lot of your money goes. Hey, a lot of my money goes with sneakers. <laughs> You're a Jordan 1 guy
5: for sure. Uh, you know, it's hard to go wrong with the Jordan 1. Right. It's hard to go wrong. Um, I got the frags on today. Uh, I, like the, I like the Duck series. Anything that they do with the Ducks. That's a, that's, everybody want that shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the LeBron MVP pack. I like the LeBron South Beaches. I like the Jordan Jordan 2 the original. Mm.
0: So you uh, know he a sneaker. He know the names well, and all, it all back that. Too. Yeah, yeah. I like
5: that. Uh, I like the three. The, you know, most people love the the. If you're sneaker head, most people love the Jordan one. Yeah. I like the. Th- I like the threes, threes and fours. I like the threes. I three like the threes. Yeah, yeah. I like the threes. I like the fours. It's hard to go wrong with Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um. And and I wear a lot of Jordan. But oh, oh, oh bro, I got I got Kobe's. As a matter of fact, um, I got a pair of Kobe's
0: when he was wearing the Hirachis. Mm-hmm. I got it's those cold. signed from him when he was uh, uh in cold. Denver played. So you got classic runners, too. You got some classic runners yeah. I've seen you wear, Yeah. Oh, I like, too. The, I like the air Max. I, no, I, I just like shoes. Yeah, it, it, It's
5: a It's a bad habit to have.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it really is. It's expensive.
5: It's, a, it, it, it's very expensive. But I got, don't, everybody it, got their thing, though. Look, I ain't got a, I ain't, I don't have a bowl. Yep. And right now, I ain't, you know, I ain't putting nobody else's kids through college. You know what I mean by that? <laughs> uh, so, so right now, you know, I got a little, I got a little, a little extra money. Play with it a little bit. I got a little, little extra money. Right. <laughs> I got a little extra money. Yeah, yes, sir. Extra, yeah. so that, that's my thing right now, too. Yeah. You know, probably if I find somebody to settle down with, you know, probably just sneak a game. Mm-hmm. But right now, you know, what I'm looking for, you know, I hadn't found it yet. I'm, but be, I'm looking. Keep looking. Yeah. Speaking of that, who's, I
4: mean, single man, you know what I mean, out here in L.A., mm-hmm. well-dressed, kicks, kick, mean kicks, I, do what they do. Who just celebrity crush?
0: I didn't, uh, Matt. You know, I don't mean to interrupt you, but ask him. I didn't show so, him so many DMs. People hitting me about and, uh, about, about uh, him. About, yes. A, yes. about yeah. him.
5: About yeah. oh him. Boy, a killer out but, here. This is why I tell women that I go out on a date with. I said, at this juncture of my life right now, I'm looking for someone to partner with, not sponsor. hmm Got to bring something mm-hmm. to the table. So that's where I am in my life. Yeah. I understand. Look, uh, you ain't. I'm, I'm saying you, you don't need to make two hundred thousand, but just something contribute. But I, Buy me a gift, but not with my money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It yeah. is, even if you don't do nothing but buy me a pair of sneakers. Yeah, don't buy money? me don't buy me cologne. I don't wear cologne, so cause I haven't worn cologne in probably 35 years. I don't really? wear cologne, but buy me something with your money. Mm-hmm. If it's nothing but a, a Lululemon shirt, I'm I'm cool with that. It's 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 the the but yeah, but don't you how you gonna use my money to buy me a gift and say I got you something, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, You picked out something. Yeah, you didn't give yeah. me anything. You picked it out. Uh, but you know that, that's the hardest thing. I was in a relationship when I first got out here, and that ended, and so it was it was tough. And so um, putting yourself back out there on the market because I was out of I was out, out of the market for ten years, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's different now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's you know I, I feel like a you know what's acceptable. You know, to talk. How do you talk? How do you approach somebody? So I get I get a little nervous because, you know, if you say something that, you know, maybe was that too aggressive or I'm not aggressive enough. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I, I, it, it's just hard. So, you know, you just got to – it's tough, man. Deep it's breath. tough. Got to let them breath. choose you. Smoke a black them and mild. You. Take a shot. Let them choose yeah, me. Yeah, just let them choose you. They've been yeah, choosing enough. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody choosing me. They, they <laughs> <don't>, they, they <laughs> so back to the question. So who's, who
4: do you have a celebrity – do you have a crush out there? Celebrity crush.
5: Man, everybody know my celebrity crush. Obviously, one would be old Nico. You know, we call we don't Murphy. say Nicole. We say Nico. Nicole Murphy. Nicole. I like Regina Hall. Yep.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We, both like Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <you> <laughs> we both like her. What'd you say? We both like her. No, we
2: can't both like her. <laughs> Let me ask a about girlfriend.
0: it. I got a girlfriend.
2: Uh, so, that, yeah, you, I'm, be off, I'm
0: off the market,
5: but I still like her. <laughs> okay. Those are probably like the only ones in my in That's it? Just two? That's it, man. I mean, I. I it, it comes and goes. I mean, sometimes, I mean... You be in these mood where you like, you know, five up. ten mm-hmm. and thick, and then the next minute you like five two and petite. Yeah. So it just you know. Just go with the very, Yeah, I just I just want to look. I just want to find somebody and be able to come home to and say, and when I come home, baby, I'm home, and when she or when she comes home, baby, baby, I'm home, and I get a kiss. That's what I'm looking for. Making each other better. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I'm look, yeah. I'm
0: looking for somebody to, to grow with. Jack yeah. has found that. Yep, I have. I, you, I ain't bro. married yet, but I've I'm yeah. definitely. Yeah, you
5: married yet? You just ain't made it up. You just ain't you got, just got, got the. When you yeah. married? Yeah. Well, you you hey, you live with somebody long. Yeah. You live? Yeah, yeah you married? <laughs> All right, facts.
4: <laughs> yeah. Man, we want to thank you, man, for your time today coming Bruh, on. We man. know you're really busy. Thank man, you for, for coming to join me, us.
0: Yeah. Man, they've been asking for you.
4: Man, that's a wrap. All the smoke. Hall of Famer. Uncle Shay. Shannon Sharp. Uncle Shay. You can catch this. On Showtime Basketball YouTube or all
0: platform streaming podcasts? All them boys. And we're gonna do something before two sub. Yeah, we are.
1: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
5: A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation so
3: they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Or a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. This life was all I ever wanted.
3: I'm not leaving. Not yet.
2: I was hoping you'd say that gotta hit the streets, make some money. People like us must destroy people like him. Buckle up. Get Showtime free at showtime.com.